Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. There's there's an L in my name. <laughs> it's Matt Floyd. Did I say Floyd? Yeah, Matt Floyd. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Floyd! And right. the way he just stared right into the yeah. camera. Oh, that was almost psychotic. Deer stared or store? Store right into the camera? Stared. stared. Yeah. Um. See. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Foyd, joined as always by Kamar. Hello. <laughs> Simon. What is happening? Uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And then, uh, I don't know, we're going to talk about the week, the guests, this, that, and the next. Talking points, yada, yada, yada. Okay, man. How's your week? Big week there, Matty. I quit the job. Oh, there we go. You got a new job, so. I got a new job, but uh, it's always awkward when you have to quit a place. Like I think it's better to get fired. No. I think quitting is much better. I just have always found it embarrassing to be a quitter, but. Kimar's just always been fired. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it just finds experience. it easier that way. Um, I, I guess I see what you're saying, but I, I just think it's. Don't you feel like you leave with more dignity? I, I found that through this experience up into this point, I thought. So, Kamar, let me ask you a question. Would you rather be broke up with than do the breaking up? I think so. That is so not true. I know you and you're such a liar. You think I like breaking up with people? I think you would rather be the breaky than the breaker. I don't think or I, sorry, the breaker than the breaky. I don't think I'm a breaker. I'd rather get I'm broken up with way easier. I don't know, man. I don't know about that. It's an interesting question, though. Are, are we talking? Hold on, though. If you're the breaker, hold on. Just hear, hear me out. out. Okay. <laughs> Am I trying to get broken up with? I don't know that part. Here's okay. here's the point, though, Matt. Is that the breaky is getting like usually surprised, where the breaker knows they want out of the relationship and they've already braced themselves for like you're about to go through the worst time in your life, where the girl who dumped you is probably already on to another dude, which is why she dumped you in the first place. You know. To be the breaker is the the better position. I think the question is I really. I don't think that's me. Like if I'm if if I want out as well, then I'd rather be broken up. With. Of course, of course. Wait, yes, I agree with you there. That way, it's like you just don't, it's like Kamar wanting to be fired. Well, the rebound's one hundred percent easier too because if you get broken up with, you you have more free reign to do as you please right after the relationship ends. Whereas if you're the one that breaks up, it's like. What, you were just waiting to I do? I mean, you're breaking up with the girl. It's not like you're going to be friends or anymore. Or guy. Come on, or man. It's guy. 2020. What's wrong you're with not be, so complicated. You're not going to be friends anymore. Do you really care? Like, you're going to go bang the first girl you see. Or guy, in your case. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's a weird one. Either way. I don't know how we got onto that. Uh, it wasn't on the docket. Trust me. Okay, <laughs> that's enough. how my week was. Okay. Simon, how was your week? Uh, my week was whatever. Um... Yeah, it was whatever. But I, I just, I, I couldn't have been more nonplussed about this Brogan week. 
Yeah, well, we'll get on to that. Um, it's also tough doing this whole how was the week thing when we recorded a throwback on Friday and we really kind of vented. Mm-hmm. Like, I really went off on how my week was and how I'm off social media and yeah, it's, done with people and only 25 or 30 people are going to hear that. That's, so. what, that's what I was going to say. There, there is that, <laughs> but I think uh, regardless of who hears it, we got it out of our system, maybe. Sure. How to talk that uh, rather than stepping around it. So it's probably for the best. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, sure. Yes. We'll see. We'll see if it uh, consumes this podcast. And I will not sure. allow it, Kamar. Tell me there's papers somewhere. I have, I have papers. Fucking A, Kamar. Are they raw? They're not raw. Ugh. Well, beggars can't be choosers. Simon, are you just giving up on the week? Simon's leaving? <clears throat> How's your week, Matt? Oh, my week was just frustrating. It's fine. I have the other ones. In there? Uh, my week was just frustrating, that's all. I mean, I'm sure it was better than a lot of people's weeks. I live in Canada, not the States, so... Can't imagine... Uh... Sorry, boys. Whatever, just give me some fucking papers. I really don't give a shit. Small time. Yo, shout out to 420 Medex, too, who sent us... It's uh, amazing. Some... Um, a little care package. Swede's phenomenal. Yeah, really good. Thanks, man. Come on, do you want to go over the good, guests? Smelled good, tastes good. I love you, Maddie. Got me high. It was an interesting week. Uh, eclectic. I think we all predicted there'd be someone on the side of uh, civil liberties, something <laughs> like that, uh, to address the situation to calm people. But instead, uh, Joe sort of went off the rails. <laughs> uh, first, he started with fourteen eighty four, the big haired man Reggie Watts. Then he had. Uh, Racist. 1485, Crystal Ball and Sagar Ingenti. Uh, two political pundits. Then we had a five-hour alcohol-fueled marathon. 1486. Honey, honey, the band's back together. And then, just because he could, on Saturday, drop 1487, Janet Zaccarini and Evan Funk. Funke, funk, funk, funk. I don't know. Funke? Funky. Funke, I believe, is the pronunciation. So, a, yeah. He's a never nude underneath his clothes. Yeah. He was wearing he's the shorts. wearing jean shorts. No one we could have predicted. I mean, I think we said, uh, I don't even want to say one's name anymore because I feel like I'm going to offend someone. Killer Mike? I don't think there's any offensive. Yeah, I was going to call him Black Mike. Uh, well, that would have been, well, been super offensive. Yeah, I know. But you're okay because you're what, like, Almost. Yes, there, my Moroccan heritage Moroccan, is really yeah. comes out in the summertime, actually. That's correct. I've become more Scottish. You are more November. fifty percent more than fifty percent Moroccan at this point in that time. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I one hundred percent Jewish. And then we have that all opinion. white. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Just stuck over here being white. Look at the shirt he chose to wear today. I don't think that's an accident. Well, at least I can speak English, you dumb fuck. Look at the shirt he chose to wear today. He chose to war today. I think it looks great. Yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> At least I, you got there. I uh, I uh, I said to you guys, I think this may be the worst worst week to war. ever. What is it? Chose. Yeah, that's what I said. He chose to war. Where to wear? He chose to that wear. Chose today. wasn't the issue. We were. <laughs> it was the past tense of wear. Gotcha. Chose to war. <laughs> uh, okay, very good. Sorry. Let me just say this. This is going to be a fucking shit show today. Yeah. Let me say a few things. Um. I get that Joe has a very, very big show, most likely books, guests, a couple weeks out. 
That started to dawn on me, right? Like he probably. Of course, yeah. I don't think anything's last minute, yeah, especially I, with the time with transportation where people are. Exactly. So I don't think anything's last minute. Um, so you know, last week I was like, I hope he has. I mean, again, I can't believe he didn't have Killer Mike on. Um, although it, it dawned on me, maybe Killer Mike was like, "Listen, Joe, I don't think it's a good time for me to come on and make you fifty grand for whatever companies that I can't guarantee are pro black." You know what I mean? So. My mind couldn't go there, but yeah. He did mention in a further on episode that... That they are doing something. With the two of them, so I assume they'll be on at some point. So it was he, already... Who, it it's, it's, he said L, the two of them. LP and... So you uh, believe it's Run the Jewels that he Oh, for sure, yeah, because okay. so. their album is dropping. I think so, for sure, man. But the weirdest part is, I, I don't know. I don't know that he's met LP. I don't know anything about either of them, so who knows, but he... I think he has because okay. I remember during the Killer Mike episode they were they met not not like uh, they didn't sit down and have a conversation. No, no, no. I think yeah, yeah, just... they met in passing. Fine. Um, I just didn't. I wasn't certain of that. So maybe that means they'll be on next week. It just seems odd. Like they dropped their. They also dropped their album a couple days early. From from what Joe said or the tone in what she said it, it sounded like it was further out than a week. Yeah, and I got the impression like it was going to be sometime this month. I actually don't even think they're going to be on. I think he meant they were working on something. What, like an album together? No, yeah, Joe. <laughs> yeah, they wrote a verse for Joe. Well, after this episode with Honey Honey, you never know, right? Joe was doing like a spoken word to... Maybe he his needs his theme guitar. music for his drive to Texas. Either way, I'll say it because it's always me. It felt a little bit tone dead this week. It started off with Reggie Watts, which I was like, okay, well, this is going to be... What does that mean, tone dead? Tone deaf. Again, oh, tone it, deaf. it just felt like in a week where the U.S. is burning due to race riots, he doesn't have really any... Like, he has Ian Edwards at his disposal. Don't, like, let's just talk about African-American comedians that he could have come on and talk about any number of things. I have, I, I, sorry, sorry, go ahead. I don't think uh, like a lot of people <laughs> want to be that person. Like, the voice for whatever's going on. Well, you don't have to be the voice, but I mean, you well, have a, you have a huge platform and you have access to a lot of African Americans, whether they're scientists or from all walks of life. And so it's like all of a sudden it's put on them that they've got to say the right thing, do the right thing on a massive platform. Whereas, I mean, I think throughout the week they still did talk about what was going on. Um, but he was just like, I'll talk about with anyone. It doesn't have to be a black person. Reggie Watts was Neil black. deGrasse, maybe. Oh, God, thank God, no. I will say this again, maybe he reached out to a bunch of them and they were all like, no, I'm not going to come do your show this week. Maybe they said what I just said. Maybe they were like, it seems a bit tone deaf to go on Joe Rogan. I, who knows? I mean, it's a very interesting time right I now. I got two minds on this. I'm like, part of me is like, Joe has a responsibility. He should be bringing on some. And then part of me is like, maybe his responsibility is he's an entertainment show. He never claimed to be anything more than that. He's here to entertain. And in a time when everybody is like super stressed out, maybe like comedy and shit can help. You know what I mean? And he's going to do whatever he wants to do. But he didn't do that is my point. Or sorry, I, that wasn't. I'm getting there though, which is this week he didn't like make me laugh. He had just people randos on to talk about what was going on out there. Yeah. Instead of having like somebody who had some uh I don't know. What am I looking for here? Knowledge. Some yeah, knowledge or like uh credibility. Sure. No, I, I think you, you, you just wanna have the conversation with the random whoever. And I mean, the political pundits weren't too random. 
and that was nice having an easy, <coughs> even stream of discourse among them as it was coming down. I, I mean, we're going to get there, so I guess we'll just wait before we discuss that one. Mm-hmm. Either way, I wanted to get it out there that, you know, I had a back and forth with myself. Like, again, I don't think Joe owes it to anyone to this do with whatever with his platform. Thing. That's fine. He can do whatever he wants. I, my, my problem is this. Joe claims to be left-leaning. It felt like this would have been a good week to maybe show those colors as opposed to just keeping it kind of white. I, I guess Sagar and Reggie Watts were on, but yeah, I, uh, I, don't, I, I, I don't. Sagar is not white, is what you're saying? No, Sagar is definitely not white. I, I, I've never seen. I think it's worse him thinking. Oh, I gotta get a bunch of black people on for a reason than just mm-hmm. to let the cards fall where they may. No, but okay, think about it. COVID comes in fucking fast and furious, and he right away, within like a day, has a guy from the CDC on. So why not have, like we said, a Cornell West, a fucking anyone, a, a, somebody from the black somebody in the black movement. community who can speak on what's going on with intent and a great deal of of compassion and and Kamar, that's what not if he, that's not a black comedian or somebody who's famous. That's somebody whose work revolves around this. Uh, and it has to be Plight, someone who you know? wants to talk about it on that platform. Well, well bring Daryl Davis would. back Darryl on. Daryl Davis would be happy to talk about it, I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe he was busy. Uh, what if he had, like, a white cop on? Or the craziest, the, the guy. Well, you can't have someone that's, he's in prison. Devin Gottner. Is that his name? No, it's what? Derek Chauvin. Derek Chauvin. Where the Devin fuck did you get Gautner. Devin Gautner? And how can you even suggest that? Because it's just the fact that, like, even though this guy is so evil, this guy is like a Hitler in changing history. You know what I mean? So let's get him on the Joe Rogan Well, no, it's, it's just so interesting, as is Floyd. Like, is is a historical, even though it could have been of any assault in the last year that happened that was unjust. You know what I mean? This was the... It's just historic figures for uh, horrific reasons. He really took my Moroccan statement to heart, eh? I, like, gave this guy carte blanche to just start trumping out. Well, no, the, you asked why would he, he be on, but it, it, I, I don't well, sympathize I for this person. But, like, what do you think? Do you think you really <laughs> fucked up, or do you think you did the right thing? Like, Well, not to, well, not to push our own product, but we went what? back. We went back this week and listened to the old Michael... A Wood Jr. episode for our throwback. And Joe mentioned that episode every episode this week. Yeah, well, he mentioned it in one. I know that. No, no, I think in every episode he mentioned Michael A. Wood and the fact that he had had him on. What talk, you, what, talk about these things. You're really pissed at Kamar for what he just I'm, said? I'm not pissed. I'm confused. But I'm Baffled. gonna. I'm just going to let it go, and we'll talk about it later. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Is that how this podcast works? Anyways. I'm just going to let it go, and we'll talk about it later. That all being said, we have to like rate the week. Yeah, it's 15 minutes in. We haven't done shit. It's that kind of week. <coughs> Simon, we'll start with you. Uh, Sorry, guys. Start this, with Kamar. This Cali weed is going to make me cough. Fucking deal with it. I, uh, I give this week a, uh, you guys would be surprised, a uh, three and a half. All right. Go ahead, Simon. <laughs> I give this week a one and a half, I guess. Uh, yeah, one and a half. So it was weird because um, it felt like by Friday only two episodes had come out. 
or at least Friday when I woke up. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, it's just Reggie Watts and this other one. We're going to have a breezy fucking week. My work is pretty much done. And then he drops five hours of, literally five hours of honey, honey on us. And then Saturday on a UFC night drops a, a fucking Canadian restaurateur and her pasta maker. So <laughs> I had a real fucking tough time with this week because I thought I was in the clear. I'm not mad at you giving the three and a half, Kamar. I guess realistically, if you take honey, honey out of it, I'd probably agree with you. But with honey, there's, honey, there's in, something wrong with, with honey, honey in there, though, I, I can't go higher than like a three. And I think I'm being more generous than I've been lately. I think if you take the journey, though, it makes sense. You can't listen. Do you know how many incredible guests Joe has had on where the guest, hold on, where the guest has been willing to keep going and Joe's looked at them and been like, can you believe it's been three hours already? We got to wrap this up. And it's like, but you can just get drunk with this fucking woman that you may or may not want to fuck. And <laughs> well, when we get to, we'll talk about intent. Sure. And what was sure. going on there. Simon, go ahead. Air, no, 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 no. Air it's your grievances. Fine. I'll save it for honey, honey. Okay. All right. Well, let's start with the first one then. Uh, Reggie Watts. The sound man. I feel like we forgot something. No. No? We're good? Look at the board. I Thank you for listening. I can't see it. Guest list, rate week, start show. <laughs> start fucking, show. Let's do it. Pretty fucking simple equation. Oh, wait. This is my part. <laughs> yeah. This is where you come in. Dude. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Sorry. Just before we start show. Sure. Um... I have never had a week uh, of us doing this show mm -hmm. where I have been so down to the wire. I was literally finishing up Honey Honey because I listened to the pasta one and then Honey Honey um, as I was pulling up to Matt's doorstep to bring him here. You were ready so. to talk about it. Oh, full disclosure, I have an hour of Honey Honey left. Well, don't feel bad. Don't, don't care. Don't we can fill you. It. Yeah. I okay. really don't care. So 1485... Um, Reggie Watts. 1484. 1484? Okay. 1485. Well, I'm asking you. You're the fucking. No, man. I can't. I can't. I, it's I, not even that hot in I it. write it down. 1484, Reggie Watts. Thank you. <laughs> I knew it was one of them. 1484, 1485. Um, I didn't realize he was the band for uh, James Corden's this show. This is my problem. That's your problem is that he's the band for James Corden's show? No, no. I don't have a problem with. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry. Just before your problem. He is the band for James... Band leader. For Corden, the blonde guy from Britain? Yes. Yeah. I'm done. Exactly. And I'll tell you why. This is what he... the he, a, You told me a year ago the world be shut down, there'd be a, uh, race wars, and that Reggie Watts would come on Joe Rogan and talk about guns and cars. I would told you you're crazy. Because he could talk about James Corden. I would love to know what that's like, but... Maybe that's a no-go. Yeah, he can't bad mouth. No-go zone? No-zone go? Actually, yeah, now that you think about it, that's such a plush and cushy a network no zone job. no-go? Well, look at the car he got. A no-go zone. A no-go zone. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. I mean, it's funny because, when I, you know, what? so what? He has a nice car. Like, the guy's rich. And why is he rich? Because he's uh, the James Gordon. Uh, James Gordon. Gordon band leader. Well, good for him, man. I, he could have given insight how it affected uh, network television, the, the shutdown. Or I mean, I guess there's more pressing issues. Well, to go through the whole episode and me not even know that that that's it's like weird. one of the first things they speak. Oh, talk. they said it on the show. Yeah, yeah, that's oh. how I found out. Well, there you go. I just wanted more. 
So I just wasn't doing my job. Um, my first note was crazy UFO sightings over Idaho. By multiple sources. Yeah, but I'm just wondering if it's a, a like um, everybody's at home. A lot of people are sitting out at night doing nothing because everybody's bored. Are we just going to get more reports because there are more eyes in the sky, you know? That's what the skeptic would say. I'm just It's not a skeptic thing. It's just that's... We're going to get more UFO sightings. That's a good thing. Being that they're... Here Unless all they're the time holograms coming from space, it's a good thing. <laughs> and this would concern me because that means that there's not going to be a moment of connection. They're here. Um, you're going to have to help me out a little. Matt doesn't seem to be able to. You want me to translate that? I, I'm lost. Go try, I haven't try translated again. a Kamara thing since like <laughs> episode 22. The aliens UFOs are here on Earth already. Okay. okay. Have been here. Yeah, I think so. So that's how the world works. There's not going to come to a point where like, oh, you exist. Well, but for a lot of people, that will be the case. You know what I mean? Not for you, not for me, but for like uh, Karen in Idaho, um, when they blast that hologram onto the White House lawn, that is going to be the first time she's even thought of aliens. I don't think that moment exists. Do you ever see videos? Operation Bluebeam. Do you ever see videos of like a cop, an undercover cop getting arrested by like a regular cop? I wonder if aliens have done that. Like go to abduct a human. They get up and probe it. It's one of theirs. And he's like, Alan, it's fucking me. Yeah. And they're like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. He's like, you fucking blew my cover. I had it so good. They go to put a probe up his asshole and he's got no asshole. Jerry. No, he's got five. (laughs) Or five. (laughs) Fuck. He's one of us. (laughs) <laughs> that's funny that's like a men in black type of scenario yeah from the movie not the real men in black yeah of course yeah, there were no five assholes in the real men in black oh no there might have been okay. i just they weren't making jokes fair yeah. enough yeah um so you hear obviously you heard it's really stupid when i do that we all listen to the same podcast yeah i'm, I'm giving you the second note i have which is? If you didn't hear this note, then you didn't listen to the podcast. You know No, what I mean? you missed that he oh, was Oh, that's recording. true. That's true. But I often skip the ads, so I'll skip a tiny little bit by accident. Whatever. And what, you won't go back? I never go back, man. I just keep moving forward in life. Well, that's the only way he got the Jesse May Peluso. Keep on swimming. Keep on swimming. Simon, what did you give the week? Uh, 1.5. Thank you. <laughs> but I'm thinking it's actually a 2. So thank you for not writing it down. Because now you too late. I wrote two. down 1.5. Well, that is not correct. Folks, Simon rates this a 2. So whoever's keeping track at home, 2. We hope you get the help you need. <laughs> <laughs> True enough. Uh, so Gang of Monkeys stole coronavirus samples. Yeah. And ate. They found them in a tree eating them. Did they? Do you think there's a correlation between that monkey and the motorcycle monkey? That stole the baby? Yeah. No. With the leash on it, as Jamie pointed out. Yeah. Oh, the monkey had a leash on it. Mm-hmm. Well, I contended that, uh, unlike what Matt said, this wasn't a wild monkey who somehow got his hands on a motorcycle. <laughs> this was a... Uh, I love how it's I contended. Like, I was sitting here like, that monkey was 100%. No, we, we had an argument about it. The weird Go back th- to episode whatever, the 84. Weir- the weird thing would be the intent of the monkey. 
Like, is it uh, grabbing the motorcycle, grabbing its bride, and making it off to the jungle? Like, right. is that lunch? Uh, like, why the babe? Why grab the baby? Or maybe he needs to buy lunch, and that's currency. I, it's uh, yeah. I don't. Anyways. I don't like where this is going. No. Well, I yeah. wonder how many bananas a baby's worth. Exactly. Well, over two bushels. I don't know any more than that. Don't monkeys just eat babies? I'm not, I'm not baby? even sure it's a bushel of bananas. Okay. I, I think a baby probably tastes like, now, again, I, I don't mean to me. Okay. I mean to a monkey. Tread lightly there, General Butt Naked. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. What was my name, Matt? Uh, Lord. Oh, Lord Gallagher. <laughs> Lord. Lord. It was Lord Gallagher. Mark Gallagher. Yeah, it was yeah, Mark that's Gallagher. That's how I want to be referred to now. It's my, I'm starting a cult. Yeah. And, uh, He's Lord a Gallagher. A second cult. <laughs> second cult. What's the first cult? <clears throat> the Bigfoot Society. Oh, right. Well, we'll just incorporate that in there. That's not Keep really your butt cult. open. <laughs> you, Smooth amalgamation. Easy transition. You need, to, uh, you need to have members in order to have a cult. And the Bigfoot Sighting Society it still only has one. But when you, when you hear about the monkeys stealing the samples, I feel like it's some old Chinese guy on a rickety bike and the test tubes are just clinking together in his wicker baskets in the back from one high-end, you know, secure site to the other one. I see it as more of like a Jurassic Park scenario. You know when Newman goes in to steal the canisters? Wayne Knight has the Barbasol yeah, thing. Exactly. So that little monkey's running away with a little Barbasol can. He's going to meet the guy to sell the thing to, but he might never get there because he runs into the diplosaurs, you know? Wow, look at this fucking noid. <coughs> uh, all right. Ooh. But, like, it, it, it really does just keep getting stranger, you know? Like, every story is just stranger than the next story. First, mm -hmm. it was the monkey on the bike, and you thought, well, it can't get any weirder than that. And then they're stealing the samples in Barbasol cans, and you're like, no, it definitely can't get weirder than that. And then they're going to be, like, playing poker with cigars, and, like, you're going to be like, well, that's normal, you know? I think they might play pool. Whatever you want, man. I was going to say, I have that painting in my basement. I was thinking dogs playing poker. Dogs. Gotcha. Gotcha. When dogs are like the dogs in Rick and Morty, that'll be serious. Right, yeah. Snowball. You don't watch Rick and Morty, eh, Matty? Seen the first three seasons. Oh, you have? Okay, good. Yeah, Mr. Meeseeks. It's a great show. The show's incredible. Yeah, that's incredible. Pickle it's Rick. Really good. It's really good. Oh, is that why you started your whole pickle thing? No, I just found as, that pickle. As and an homage He hadn't uh, seen Rick Pickle Rick when he started that. Yeah. No, Got no, no. It. I definitely seen Pickle Rick when I... Um, so as they were talking about monkeys, Joe started talking about uh, Oliver the Human Z. And just the word Human Z brought a huge smile to my face for some reason. I just, whatever. I looked them up. I don't know. Were you guys watching this one? or No. Nope. I've been listening to them So again. it's a weird looking monkey. Okay. It's got like... Uh, I assume it looks like a human. No. I mean, it doesn't look like a human. Didn't Jamie debunk it though? No kid you wouldn't be walking down the street and be like that's an ugly kid you know what i mean you'd be like that's a weird looking monkey that escaped the zoo <laughs> that's an ugly kid <laughs> anyways it's got like uh no hair on its face maybe it has like some albino issue or something i don't know um but yeah definitely a weird looking monkey and apparently that woman fucked it oh who's that woman what just happened? You the, just I feel like you yada yada half the story. No, that story. was the story. That was <laughs> no, the story. Was the story. Oh, okay. <laughs> and yada yada yeah. yada. And I don't know they that woman fucked the monkey. Kids yeah, like, and what? they all looked like monkeys. Yeah. No. Um no, apparently this woman had the 
monkey at home and it was giving it drugs or something, some knockout drug. Wine, they, wasn't it wine? Oh, wine and something. What was it? Uh, she was it. giving the monkey wine? Yeah. It's a real offshoot of uh, the whole podcast, this one story, but uh, yeah. Simon always gravitates to sex and animals. <clears throat> and then she well, was... you know that's my shtick. I man, know yeah. that's your shtick. Yeah, you do love animals fucking, that's true. Fighting and fucking. Yeah, and bread and butter. And bread and butter. I'm really high. Well, fighting and fucking go together like bread and butter. Yeah. And then did you think it was strange that they got into talking about how cool guns are? I mean... Well, not when you find out he's from Montana. Was it weird? Why do you find that so weird? Like, you're so stuck well, on Well, no, that. we want, we want uh, Joe to have some sort of guest on that will talk about civil rights or whatever. And then these guys are talking about guns. And not in an irresponsible way whatsoever. But, like, one would say that guns are part of the problem. United States. Right now, I would say, is like the time where you would need a gun the most. Everyone needs a gun the most now. And did, did, you, did you picture Reggie Watts as being a gun guy? I mean, I just never thought one way or another. You know what I mean? And like Matt said, the second I heard he was from the South. Montana's definitely not South. Not, not the South. Um, sorry. Rural. From a rural, mountainy setting. <laughs> Is that okay, Matt? That, well, I just I just don't want you to be... I just meant yeah, a yeah. place where the guns are more uh, prevalent. Mm -hmm. It doesn't surprise me at all. That's what, yeah. I would assume that he was uh, vegetarian and drove like a smart car. Well, he does. Doesn't he drive a Tesla? Oh, no. Uh, he said this Porsche that he bought was going to be his last gas car. That's what he said on this episode. Well, I bet this Porsche was expensive. For sure. He's yes. a fucking Porsche. It's okay that he has money. It's it's and it's it's um, known why he has money. He's earned his money. I just th thought differently of how Reggie Watts. You spent thought his time. he was a struggling comedian? No, 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 I knew he wasn't struggling. No, no, but I mean, you thought he was like a, a Brian Callen? I thought it was just more. Um, I, and he probably is still a simple man, more bohemian. Mm -hmm. Okay, and just the, the the passion about guns and the passion about um, cars more so. The Montana explains the guns, but the and he explained the cars about his dad and stuff. It's just crazy. It's if you saw crazy. that guy get out of a four hundred thousand dollar Porsche, I don't think it's that much. I think it's that much. They were talking I don't think pretty he has crazy a half about million it. dollar car. Joe no was pretty impressed by this car. Yeah, still, I, but dude, I. I bet you it's like 200 250k max. Uh, I don't know my Porsches. I just know that a fucking a $400,000 Porsche is probably tough to come by. He he made it sound like it was tough to come by and it was expensive. <laughs> Wouldn't you if you had a Porsche? You're not going to make it seem like you could just I, fucking well, I got good APR on it. You could probably go get one too. Yeah, if you if you get to talk about your Porsche, you have to be doing well and it doesn't matter how much it costs. It's just I thought it was interesting that uh, he likes nice things, and it's my prejudice. And I thought I'll be damned it for was it. interesting that he likes <laughs> nice things. Yeah, that's. I such think a it weird would be statement. weird if he didn't like nice things. Kamar, you thought he was just like a straight up like oat eating hippie yes. who like gotcha, okay, like stinks, Absolutely. like reeks of patchouli, and not the pejorative. I don't know what to make of all of this, man. But you didn't know who he was. You knew. What did you think he's of Reggie He's been Watts? on the show before. Let me ask you this. exactly who he was. Just for future reference in case he's Gordon. ever on. What do you think Eric Andre's like? Let's just hear that out right now. 
Yeah, I think he's. I think he's a bleeding heart liberal. I didn't ask sorry, you. Sorry. I think he he may have money, but lives of modest means. Okay. <laughs> fucking guy. I don't know. It's it's just what you how you picture something. Yeah, yeah I, I like, get you. Can you picture Joe at home in his mansion? Yes, I do all the time. I don't think he even has a mansion. It is a mansion. Are you fucked, Simon? There's a staircase inside. That's like. Whoosh. I love how Kamar. Kamar judges a rich person by the of their staircase. Well, that's one aspect. Okay. I imagine Joe in my head, and I'm pro- obviously I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, but I imagine him having like a really expensive house. Yeah. But it's not like um, gaudy twenty bedrooms. I think it's probably like eight bedrooms, yeah. but they're all huge and beautiful. You know what I mean? And that. Each one, I don't know. I, I just don't see him having like a crazy. Doesn't he kind of live? I feel like in this the, is more telling of you than Joe. The, doesn't he kind of live in the country ish because he had chickens and shit? Like he's not. In I the think you can have, I think Hollywood. in the Hollywood Hills, you could have like chickens. Beverly Hills. We don't know enough about the geography. Okay, I don't. It doesn't even matter to me. We're also not in that echelon of money. So who knows? Are you just going to keep kicking that box? No. Or? Maybe. Um, Mushrooms, like not magic mushrooms, but mushrooms, have the ability to talk to each other over massive distances. We know this. Um, Communicate. Yeah, communicate. Sorry, talk to each other is a very... Okay, sure. It's a very fast um, bandwidth amongst each other. Mm -hmm. The network. A network, exactly. Um, I wonder if there was a way that a person could somehow breed himself with mushrooms, then we wouldn't need the internet anymore. You know what I mean? It would, that would facilitate. You take mushrooms and Coca-Cola is just blasting ads right into your head. You don't even no, need no, the no, internet no. anymore. I don't, I don't mean like that. I mean like it, it's almost like that psychic In the embryo. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Simon, just think about that for a second. Cause like what says that psychic shit isn't open to, Anyone. And what do you have to hear what the mushrooms have to say all day? Well, you're not talking to <laughs> mushrooms. You're talking to each other. Yeah, but that's what Kamar's saying. is like, you don't know. Maybe there's some side effect where, like, every step you take on grass, the mushrooms are like, dickhead. dickhead. Listen, you can't fuck a mushroom and have mushroom babies, so it's a moot point anyways, right? Well, you, you said to not to breed it, but to... Humans engineer it, engineer it. Yeah. What did you say? Human zee it. Well, that's but human zeeing is breeding, right? Didn't we say that she fucked the monkey? Mm-hmm. Um, so hold on, wait a minute. She fucked the monkey, and she had no, no, no. She okay. had a monkey. She had a monkey friend yeah. that looked like a okay, human. Gotcha. Yeah, and she fucked human Z. She was giving the monkey wine and what, Kamar? I think uh, quaaludes or uh, yeah. Valium or something. Basically, she was Bill Cosbying the monkey. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And uh, the rumor out there is that she was uh, banging the monkey. Hmm. That is some <laughs> kind of that is some kind of deranged. I don't even. I might have made a lot of that up. Okay. I don't know, man. No, no, I'm I'm pretty sure they she said was it. Banging the monkey. <laughs> um, I don't know why he whispered it all weird. So they were talking a little bit about. Um, Fuck, what are those things called? Tar, tardigrains, tar, tar, tardigrant. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Those little Star Trek looking things yeah. that could survive in space. Uh-huh. And then they were just talking about the idea of um, 
something starting from a cell and making its way to, which we all learn in biology, you know what I mean? But when you actually stop to think about it, like... It's fucked. It's so fucked. It makes... Zero sense. It makes zero sense. It's... The only way it makes sense is if you're in a simulation and it's already just, like, you just come to and you're like, all this has happened already. You know what I mean? It doesn't make... To me, it doesn't make sense that there was just a billions of years of just, like... Yeah. And then a lot of years of a fish. And then a lot of years of a fish kind of making little tiny arms. And this goes on for, like, you know... Have you ever seen an elephant... too much. Have you ever seen an elephant's hoof cut, like, in half? No. It's insane. It has... There's... In there is a human foot. Okay. Encased... In, in oh, actually, I have. I know exactly what you're talking that, about. I'm in that flat elephant thing, I'm not kidding it's you, Kamar, is a human skeletal foot. Like, it looks... It's so fucking weird where you're just like... You're like, this is why we're mammals. Sorry, Simon. I was just going to say, have you ever seen penguins' legs? Like a uh, yeah. x-ray of a pelic- uh, penguin? First of all, they have like knees, right? Well, they have really long legs and they're like kinked. Yeah. I, you just assume that they have tiny short legs yeah, yeah, that no. come out here. Yeah, Do you yeah. know what I'm... Have you ever seen that? No. Okay, well, first, what, what did you tell me to look up? I want to look that up right away. My, elephant, elephant feet. Oh, elephant feet, right. The, the elephant skeleton. You guys talk amongst skeleton. yourself. <laughs> yeah, come on. It looks... It, it, I mean, when you look at it, you're like, that's just somehow... Somehow we became this and it became that. And say those layers on the elephant foot shed it away? No, it seems like maybe it's just callous. Maybe the elephant, because of where it came up. Maybe maybe there's only so many mammal feet to go around. What the goddamn fuck? What? Well, from the side, a profile view. From the front, it's. I see what you're saying. but But from the side? It looks exactly like a human foot. Look at this. Can you see that picture on the right, Kamar? That. Yeah. You see wow. what I'm saying? Uh, it, on heels. That's that's it. It's just like a layer of fat. High and, heels. Yeah. So and when you see that, you're like, okay, uh, evolution kind of makes sense in a weird way. Like, I, we just lost the tusk and would, we lost the, I don't know. It would make more sense than uh, creation. Dude, you just said that that makes sense. Like, to me, that's almost even more crazy than it, the the cell just becoming us. You know what I mean? The fact that we're going through. But hold on, hold on. Simon, I'm saying once the cell gets to where we're at, then it starts making some sense for me. But for the cell to just become, listen, I'm with you. I'm still with you, pal. It's all fucked. And the cell to grow up and love each other and hate each other and rip each other off. (laughs) It's all too much. Simon, what are you looking at now? This is terrible for podcasting. uh, Yeah, there you go. See what I mean? I just thought they had a leg this long that came out the bottom of their... Big fat butt there, you know what I mean? No, nature's a weirdo. Fucking weird. I don't think the range of movement is out of control on that, though. Uh, no, clearly not. Well, they're built they're useless for swimming. Animal. It's they're not built like, for swimming. It's they're not, amazing in the water. It's not like they can yeah. open it up. On land, though, where they spend a decent amount of their time, they're fucking useless. Like, the a, like a sprinter? Dude, that would be hilarious. <laughs> if, they had if they started waddling, and pants. then it was like... Like, uh, who's the fastest guy there? Usain Bolt. Yeah, you, they just start Usain Bolting it. Oh, my God. That would be hilarious. No, I think you need a kneecap to do that. Okay. Yeah. Morgan Freeman comes on, and then they ran. Um, so they talked a little bit about something that we mentioned on the throwback that we did, Michael A. Wood, this week. Mm-hmm. Junior. Is it A. Wood? Yeah. Michael yeah. A. Wood, Junior, yeah. Um, which was the idea that, sorry, I'm going to bring a little bit of the real world back into this nonsense. 
Should we not? I don't know what you're talking about. Do what you want? Yeah. He, he was the powerful force that was going to keep it away. And he was like, but for this weirdo. example, I need um, to bring it in. Well, no, just because I thought this was an interesting don't conversation that we had was the idea that the police need to have a three-year program to get in. Training. So I've revised it now for you, Matt. Okay. Um, first stage, mental. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. One year, mental training. We're going to weed out the bad apples right from the start okay. or the bad actors or whatever the fuck you want to call them. Okay. Stage two is tactical. You got to prove that you can get through the training necessary to go out and protect the people you're supposed to protect mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and protect yourself and your colleagues. And then stage three is ethical. And that's a year of learning the idea of doing the right thing. If you don't already know. And if you pass all this, you are so protected in your job. There's so much job security. Right. And then you should be paid really, really well. You know what I mean? Because Compensated. Hold on. What's with the job security? Hey, you just got to agree, okay? No, no, no. As a white guy, you just got to (laughs) agree. No. It's not your time. (laughs) This is not your time. This is fucked. It's not your time. Just listen and agree. I just agreed with that willy-nilly. Why do you want a job security? What does that have to do with anything? Uh, well, we agree. It's they a already job. have job security. That's the problem. That's the fucking issue at hand. This is so they can become. So they're allowed to become a cop. I don't care about job security. <laughs> after this course, then they can apply to become a police officer. No, no after, after this, this course, course, you are a you police are a, officer. This is three years. Kamar thinks this is this is part of the application. This is the pre-screening, and, and then you do a five-year yeah. program. And the applicant has to pay for this course. No. You just have to commit to three years, and one year is ethical, totally. One year is mental. We're going to add to the police budget a course that anyone can take for free. Anyone can be take the police. If you want to become a doc, if you want to, no, you have to pay police okay. services. Okay, then you have to pay here too. I don't know what. Sorry, it's, it's like sorry, it's, it, I, I don't know. It's like eighty thousand dollars to become a cop. <clears throat> it's like four years of school. Is that true? Well, I'm just Wait, hold on. Back up, back up, back up. You're yeah, si- but I think that's what you're doing is just throwing numbers out here. I don't think you have anything <laughs> well, no. to back them up. How, how much is a course? How much? How is much a course you're the one who told me that they have to pay. I. How much is teachers' college? Forty grand? I don't know. I don't think a police <laughs> has to you. pay to become a police. You just apply. Yes, and, and you the- have to get through a course. And if you get through, you oh, you're saying why would I waste my time? But we're gonna weed them out. Nobody's making it through year one if they don't deserve to get through year one. I think this is an important factor we need to know. Is if you, you can just send your resume to the police and the, you know, come on in for an interview, and then they set you up with training like that. Well, how do you think it works? I think you have to take uh, police foundations or something in college right now. And then apply to be a police officer. Okay, well, perfect. Or, the, or you have to be in the armed forces or something. Then the same applies to be able to take my three-year program. But Nothing uh, changes. Government steps in that every police officer has to take that program. Well, isn't that the same as what you're saying? I'm just saying who's paying for it. That's all I'm saying. Who's paying for it now? It, do, it doesn't exist. Well, students, police foundations, you'd have to go. Okay, then whoever's paying for it now, they still pay for it. But then the cop is... You got to want to be a cop. Then the government is going to pay for the three-year program to become a cop. I think it's a lot of money. Because a lot of the, the, the conversation out there is cutting police funding. And I'm saying, let's make the police... Uh, screening so much better that the people who end up getting hired, we can trust. Are better cops, yeah. 
and then the money is well spent. Maybe you'll need less policemen because you don't have so many guys who are just out there. No, no. It's like we need less riot gear, less fucking tanks. When, why does your local police station need a fucking tank? Well, that, that's, if you defund them, that's what they can't afford. Yeah, argument. and that's because the, they're wasting their money on that stuff. Yes, and they are. Well, if, they won't be able to afford that stuff now, Kamar, because all of their money will be going to support my new program. Well, if they're not able to afford that stuff, then they have to become more resourceful and maybe into implement a program like you're talking about. But if nobody actually needs, like Matt's saying, the tanks, then why are they going to have to push for it? Um, I don't know. I think it's like budgets. You know what I mean? Like you hear about places that use all the paper or whatever. I understand. So uh, just spend your whole budget towards a new program in my school. Do you know what? Do you know what the real problem is with this whole defund the police thing is that we already know that the police is just full of politics and we all know how dirty politicians like to play. I guarantee you this whole defund the police thing, what's going to happen is there's going to be a massive call where they need the police and someone high up is going to be like, don't send anyone. And we're going to blame the defunding of the police on why this all happened. And they're going to get their funding back on some fucking horse shit. There's going to be some sort of mass terror. Like, I hate to be Alex Jones about this, but there's just going to be some mass shooting where they're like, well, if we had had the tank we asked for last, uh, last budget, we could have stopped this, but because we don't have the tank, well... Well, that's the crazy thing about the... Uh, and they talked about on this, the agent provocateurs. Whether that's their motive, putting bricks out in places or, or whatever, is to um, ensure how necessary they are. Because when the weirdest thing is busting protesters but letting the looters loot and riot. Seemed like a weird thing there. When they rioted, they just sort of let it happen. And when they protested, they bust them down. Yeah, it is. It's weird. It was very strange. What I think, you- hold on. I think the difference is that, like, when you're dealing with peaceful protesters, you're dealing with people that aren't there to hurt you. So it's a lot easier to tear gas and mace those people. And they are. Whereas when you go after looters and rioters, those people are all have bricks and are ready to throw them. So it becomes a much more dangerous. Listen, cops are fucking. You think cops want to go into where there's rioters? Fuck no. You were right about that rubber bullet thing, Maddie. They confirmed that for us, that you're supposed to shoot it off the ground, not yeah. directly into people. What did you guys think about Joe's point about uh, the Joker movie? Do you think there's any correlation there? If there is, then rap music's bad and all bad. You know what I mean? But it make it, 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 if you don't want to think about it, you're like, yeah, of course they're writing because this movie. I mean, I don't know. There was something I thought about the other day. We were talking about heat, and we spoke about how, you know, years or a year after heat came out, those guys robbed that bank in L.A., and it seemed a lot like that scene from heat. Like, they were just loaded to the fucking tits. Didn't they say that? They got the idea. Yeah. I, I thought I, there was something. I mean, the, guys, di- the guys died. Yeah, no, they, they got they, fucking they roasted. They never spoke again. Yeah. And maybe they found the movie in their apartment or something. something. like that. I don't know. I mean, that movie was in everyone's apartment. Or a friend then. that they talked to that talked about it. Sure, sure. Either way, my point is, is like, there's something odd that, you know, when Joe brought it up a, a few weeks ago, Joe was like, why is Hollywood, despite all this COVID thing, one of the first things that they're letting open up again? Because they were going to let Hollywood open up limited movie sets and stuff. And... I don't know. It's just weird how Hollywood seems to like uh, 
you know, there's the whole art imitates life thing. I don't know. What don't, don't you know? know? Well, I don't know. It just seems odd that... Uh, that racism is, is, is a much bigger uh, problem than COVID? No, no, no. That's not where I'm going no. at all. That's where I was going. I um I think we've spoke about this idea before, but it I got reminded of it again, and I think it's really kind of funny, is if we ever got to a point where, like, I don't know, things would have to get, I guess, really bad, where, like, world leaders were fighting each other. Fisticuffs fighting? Yeah, that kind of thing. And just to see some of the matchups, like, obviously, Putin would be a total beast. You the know final I mean? bosses? He'd be wearing that Super Bowl Roger Kraft ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shirtless, like, comes in on a horse. It's like the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. I will take on all cameras. Dude, that, he would totally do that, right? He wants, like, a ring from everybody's country for his fucking Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. His Gulag Gauntlet. Everyone wants to give him their ring. Obviously. what I heard. Obviously. And they all think that Russia is great, and they're very happy that the ring is in the Kremlin representing... Simon, a beautiful I just, country. I just thought of this. Wouldn't you love this if the CIA knew what Putin was like and they preemptively went to Kraft and were like, listen, can we fashion you a fake uh, Super Bowl ring and we're just going to implant a little... Uh, That's a great con, man. Imagine. That would be amazing. And then like, he's going to take the ring from you. We almost guarantee it. Just let it go. We've seen him do it a million times. <laughs> yeah, listen, he's this is his thing. Guy's he collects got billionaire a drawer rings. Yeah. full of rings. Yeah, he collects billionaires' rings. This and, is his fucking thing. And if you make a big deal about it, your finger stays on the ring in his drawer. That's a different drawer. <laughs> yeah, so just play cool and don't worry. You haven't even lost your ring. That's hilarious. I think that's a great idea. Maybe that's why Kraft was just like, yeah, well, you know. Two sides to every ring story. <laughs> Are we done with Reggie Watts? Um, let's see. It was weird because it felt like they didn't talk about like there was it was just such a flippant conversation despite what was going on in the world, which I thought was. Yeah, I was. mean, again, I get it. Reggie, like now that I think about it, he's on James Corden. He's on a network show. He can't exactly sit there and be like, yeah, no, I, I would have preferred that. That's all I'm saying. I was just totally shocked that they talked about guns and cars and they still, I mean, able to weave everything the matters of the day in between. But I just wanted to hear more about that. And maybe I'm a uh, moron and they uh, talked about it in the last podcast. Everything I want to know. But just about how the industry shut down. about the And how's it going to come back? How are TV shows going to come back? Are you going to still do your job or whatever? Anyways. There were bigger problems at the time. You're done, Simon? We're good. All right. Do you want to rate it? Sure, I'll give this one a um, two seven five. I thought that um, despite Kamar's problems with his fancy car and all his monies, I thought that he did a an, a pretty good job. And when they were talking about stuff that wasn't um, too heavy, I thought it was good. When it wasn't about cars, I thought he may have been a little bitty, but. A little bitty. A bit, mate. Oh, I didn't a, feel a any, little bit. I didn't feel a any, little bit. I didn't feel any bitty. Uh yeah. Just uh, with all the voices, Kamar, is that more what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I felt something fall flat. Um Fair enough. But uh no, I, I don't know why you think I had a problem with this car. I just thought you guys would also be like, Yeah, who knew he liked 
the top line Porsches, but it j- sorry if you don't, you don't. The way it you was thought coming he was going to come in in hemp underwear with a fucking piece of straw in his the, mouth. The way it was patchouli. coming across is that you were very disappointed in him that he was rich. No, no, I'm sorry. If I'm wrong about that, then I apologize. It came across that way. It was just complete Matt? surprise, exposing my prejudice. Like, uh, what did you think he was saying? I didn't think. I don't know. Whatever. I give it a three. Uh, I'm also going to give it a three. I wanted more out of it, but uh, whatever. It was a decent episode. And I'll take a number three button if you can throw it my way. <laughs> oh. I'm kind of retarded. There you go, Simon. Thanks, man. No problem. That's a I'll Patreon take a dollars number, working. I'll take a number three button. I was like, what the fuck is this guy talking? Oh, yeah. No, I know what he's talking about. Oh, it'll become natural soon. Uh, next is uh, so we're done. We're good. Yeah, move on. Reggie yeah. the Watts, 1485 Crystal and Cigar, Cigar, Crystal, Crystal Ball and Cigar. Oh, that's her name, Crystal Ball. It's like a joke. No, I think that's her real fucking name. No, there's no fucking way her name is Crystal Ball. No, unless her parents are super funny. Listen, Simon, I had this argument if with myself her, as if well. If her name is Crystal Ball, congratulations to her parents. Her name is Crystal Ball. You, I, What did you just look up that you know that so quickly? What, what are you showing me? The title of the show. Yeah, well, That's not but, shit. Yeah, that could that be her does, stage name. That's what I'm saying. Is her real last name Ball and is her real first name Crystal? Well, it's funny because there was... I don't a, think that Banachek is really his name. There was a country singer with super long hair was he crystal ball or crystal gale i don't remember uh here this is crazy it Jamie, says it <laughs> i don't know kumar i have no idea there's no way that's her real name unless her parents are hilarious why dude crystal ball like again there's matt there's no way that's a coincidence that's that's crazy what was her what's she born born crystal ball they won't say her parents' name. We don't care about She's her parents. She's born Crystal Ball, yeah. There, her name's Wikipedia. Crystal Ball. Going to look it up? Are we going to spend 20 minutes on this no, woman's we're, name? No, we're going to move on. Um, so kind of a cool idea for a show, like Kamara and I were talking about earlier. Um, a conservative and a liberal, or whatever you want to call them. You know what I mean? They obviously have very differing Did you just say cool points. idea for a show? This is like the... F- Fucking Fox News, CNN special since the beginning of time. It is. It is. I mean, it started with uh, is it you Crossfire, feel... right? Yeah. But those were always made for it to be incendiary. That, that's what I'm saying. These guys seem like they're friends who just have totally differing opinions. Sure. Again, I've never listened to the show. I have no fucking idea. Listen, Simon, I agree with you that, you know, their talk, it sounded like they also sounded... Like one was slightly right of center and the other was left, slightly left of center. I think that helps to have them. Well, yeah. Apart. I mean, imagine if Poor you get someone say. far right versus someone. F- f- well, imagine you got a, a trans, uh, a trans Zim sitting with, uh, I don't know, fucking Ben Shapiro. You know what I mean? Like the, that's a tough weekly podcast to sit down and listen to. Whereas if you get someone who's just slightly left and slightly right, then. Fair enough, man. But Simon, I'm with you. I thought they, they, this was the episode of the week for me. A discussion of ideas with disagreements that wasn't uh, derogatory. I was actually, um, 
I thought it was going to be my favorite, and it wasn't. Mm. I don't know. It fell flat for me totally. Mm. Yeah, Pasta Maker was your shit, huh? Oh, fuck. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. I think Reggie Watts might have been my favorite, believe it or not. Mm. Looking back. Yeah. Um, they were saying that, like, virtue signaling is an important part, or maybe they weren't, and I just extrapolated this, an important part of um, the whole scam, you know what I mean? Because it makes you believe that you're being helped when really you're just virtue signaling makes you think you're being helped or helping it, but, well both but meaning that like um so you have somebody who's kind of pretending to have a point of view a company or whatever right so you're like oh cool nike believes the same things i do but really you're just caught in this perpetual machine of them pretending to be outraged by something to support a cause so you feel good pumping more money into a system that doesn't give two shits about you obviously you know what i mean so this was actually the last point brought up on this podcast and it was by the dude who's slightly right of center um Sugar. What he was saying, Simon, and it's it's what you're saying, but his point was more that America definitely has a racism problem, but it's it should be focused more on a class issue because there's a there's a bigger class problem in the states that's never spoken of. And what he was saying was that when these companies go out and virtue signal like this, what he said was the reason they're doing it is because it takes your mind off the fact that they're really the ones fucking you in the end. They're really the ones fucking everyone in the end because they run the world through voting everyone in and they actually have all the power with the money they make and the fact that they're such a huge conglomerate. And his point was really, you can get caught up in the racism. It does exist for sure. It's not that it's not there. But his point was, if we don't focus on the fact that there's 10 companies running the world with their umbrella corporations, then we're all fucked anyway, and we're all going to end up, you know. Yeah, I think that's pretty much the point I was trying to make. Sure, I'm just trying Minus to. Minus the race part of it, you know what I mean? I was just talking about the business aspect of you believing that, like, you're Yeah, but his point, his point was simply, of course, these businesses want to sit there and say, yeah, we're behind you 100%. We stand behind you because, again, they know that at the end of the day, they're like, well, we're just going to fuck you guys 100 ways from Sunday anyway, whether you're black, mm -hmm. white, Asian, it doesn't really matter. Well, I guess like the irony of something like that is Nike supports Colin Kaepernick, right? Yeah, and then Nike gives and, discounts to police. Well, no, I was going to say, and then all their stores get looted. You know what I mean? So there's no love for Nike, obviously. Oh, I don't, I, I don't think the looting is like we're all targeted. It's just whatever. It's yeah. just a line of business. Is yeah, like, yeah. No, I mean, I think again too. Right. The problem that Joe that I had with Joe all week was he was flip flopping like a maniac. Sometimes he was like. He was just, it, the protesters and the looters were together. And then there was other times where Joe was like, I mean, I get it. I get it. You're you're disenfranchised. And what else are you going to do? Isn't and that like, kind of how you feel, though? Like, that's how I feel. Like, some days I'm feel. like, I get one side. And I mean, look. Uh, Listen, I've seen enough to know that the looters and the rioters are completely separate from people protesting. And the more we keep talking about them in the same breath, mm -hmm. the more we do a huge disservice to any movement that is trying to stop police brutality. So all I'm saying is, we need to stop talking about them the same way. There are loot, there are people opportunists out there that took advantage of this and continue to and will continue to and that's it's unavoidable. What do you think about the idea of look, these protests are going to go on. 
So do the protest during daylight hours. And then everybody kind of agrees amongst themselves that we go home after that. So then at least, you know, what go, you know, then there's no spillover. Then you know, what's going on at night is up to no good. You know what I mean? And everything that went on during the day was solid. Generally, that's how it works. Well, they have a curfew in place right now in most yeah, places, now, Simon. Yeah, so, I mean, well, there's not much true. you can... I guess you know then if it's... <laughs> yeah. But if the problem is... The I meant more at the beginning. I mean, the problem it, is someone, stem, someone sent me the stipulations last week, and they're so broad. You can travel for emergencies if you're coming to or from work, if you feel like you're being threatened. Like, there's a lot of reasons where you could justify being out. Yeah. Of, I don't well, know. that was kind of like the lockdown, right? What do you mean? If you're a stock boy or a doctor or whatever, like, listen, they told you, you got to stay in your house. But if you got in your car and said, oh, well, I'm going to the grocery store. If you had a reason, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? You could yeah. break the whatever we I mean, it wasn't bad for us here. I don't know how it was in places where the lockdown was more strictly enforced. You know mm -hmm. what I, I think is funny is two months ago, I said, if you lock people up for two months, they'll be riding in the streets. And here wow. we are. Okay, that's kind of... Well, tons of people said that, Kamar. And we were, we were tons of people were right. It, but they said it flippantly, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and you can't... You know what I think it is, though? It's like a weird thing that people... Like, as long as there's not going to be any concerts or anything for groups of people to get together for some reason, there are going to be these protests. And, and, and power to them, like, uh, what else are you going to do if you have nothing else to do? This is the best thing you can do is 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 shout and march till they they change, but I think people have a, not us obviously, but certain people need to be in a crowd. So if there was stuff going on, there'd be less protests. Well, dude, you're also in your forties. You forget what it was like to be twenty two. Didn't you feel like you needed to be around people when you were twenty two all the time? I never went through a pandemic when I was twenty two. I'm sure I would have. Uh, Think about on, think about all the nights we were out in our 20s. Imagine if someone had said for like three good drinking months in the spring, you cannot go out. You'd be like, fuck, what the fuck? I, I no can, getting laid. I can only imagine that, and that's the only way I can imagine if we did such a good job as lockdown as how uh, anything spread. That must have been a problem for people who were used to like... Yeah, that life. Imagine, too, you're one of those... No, just the sex, you sure, know what yeah. I mean? And all of a sudden, like... Even if you wanted to, the girls you want to fuck are locked down, and you're like, "Yeah, that ha just happened. We just went through it, and look how people are behaving." Of course, it's it, see that's why I think is not just well the pandemic happened, and then this Mike Floyd thing happened. It Mike was Floyd is my dad. Mike, sorry, George yeah, Floyd is bad. the gentleman my that bad. got killed. It's was, like Sam Tripoli cannot get the guy's name right. But I was on a tie run to really say something prolific, and now he threw me off. I'm I had to get the name wrong because I was flying. I'm sorry. But it's just like... You uh, can't get that name wrong right now. These riots are a product of the lockdown. It I mean, it I has something to do with. If there was no the lockdown, magnitude, this thing happens. It, it, yeah, it may not be as prolific. Yeah, but that's okay. Maybe you're Who in knows? a little bit of a paradox, though, Kamar, because because no one has anything to do, they have more time to protest and yeah. riot. So it's kind of a, I don't know. Well, I think it's telling that, like you see the uh, all the leagues are ramping up. Everyone's trying to get back to entertaining people, despite. These, this overriding issue that was enough to like people suspend their disbelief of the dangers of the pandemic and the COVID. 
And it's it's this most interesting about this. We'll get off it. Is how we were talking about what what could supersede the pandemic. Because for two months we were consumed with talking about that, and it was horrible. And it seems like a lifetime ago now. But phase like like I was saying, look, if in a couple of weeks now, I'm not gonna go with the phases. I'm just gonna say if in a couple of weeks now, say we want you don't see a massive outbreak of the coronavirus, which still exists something is amiss because all these people were so close together okay and now off of that a conspiracy-minded person may believe something along these lines and i'd love to get your opinion on whether it holds any water at all which is the pushing of the masks and again i'm a supporter of the masks because you just you don't know so why not um why why take the chance but pushing the masks so that when the rioting started, everybody was masked up. I think most people are masked up during riots regardless. <laughs> so I don't think it's a, I think that's a moot point. That feels like 15 D chess. No, it feels like a useless move because again, like I said, everyone that goes out to riot usually has a bandana on like you're wearing anyway. Just glass in the face. What yeah. have you? Ski goggles. Okay. But to speak to your other point... You're not hurting my feelings. It was a conspiracy-minded person to, who believes yeah, that. To speak to your first point, though, I wouldn't be surprised if there's lies. What was the first point I made? That the if there isn't a big breakout oh. of corona... So the uh, lie the meaning... two weeks, completed numbers, yes, yes, there, there has So been. sorry, though. There was a breakout, and they're not telling us, or there was no breakout, and they're telling us there was a breakout? There was no breakout, and they're telling us there was. Okay. I, I I can't but disagree that, with you because a conspiracy-minded person may believe that. That's an idea that's bouncing around right now. And, and we really will see, I have to say, two weeks from now is D-Day. I don't know what that means. Nothing's really going to change, but it's going to appear that things aren't what they seem. I like how you make uh, this thing out to be like the beaches of Normandy. Shows you how yeah. fucking spoiled we really are. Yeah, that's how bad it's gotten. Or good, sorry, how good it's gotten. Yeah. Um, another kind of conspiracy, you know, I don't, I won't even bother. Um, I <laughs> <laughs> gave up quick there, Simon. Yeah, I don't know. And man. I realized, oh shit, all these pictures of earth from space, they're all CGI composites mm. and NASA admits it. Oh, well, I'll tell you all about that. <laughs> Whose side were you on? Cause that also <laughs> happened in our throwback edition, uh, Michael A. Wood Jr., Patreon only. Uh, what were you saying, Kamar? Sorry, I'll get to my. Who, who who did you find you were on the side of? Uh, between who? Sigar oh, these two. I, I don't know. I kept flip flopping between the two of them. Yeah, that's, I think that's, that's the point. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I think, think that's so the too. point. I thought they both made very strong arguments yeah. for a lot of stuff. I think, I think Joe was uh, a bit too harsh. There was times where she was trying to talk and get her point across, and Joe was in too much disagreement with her to let her finish her point. And I was like, you can't, I was like, Joe, she hasn't finished articulating her yeah. point yet. So let her finish before you're like, no, 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 no. He, in this episode, he was definitely team Sagar, Sagar, whatever his name was. Yeah. Um, which sucked because she wasn't like, again, I think he looked at her like maybe she was too bleeding heart. Emotional. She, it was, he didn't like how emotional she was. I yeah. Th I think I can't speak for Joe, obviously. I don't feel 
well, maybe he was bullying her a bit, but I, uh, I didn't say bullying. I didn't say bullying. Okay. Uh, put words in your mouth, but uh, I don't think it was anything egregious. And I just really appreciated when the, well, Crystal disagrees with this, but, and then they go, you know what I mean? Like they acknowledge that, give that person the respect that they're letting you say this, but their silence is not a condoning your advancement of the idea. The stock market is just a graph of rich people's feelings. Well, that's it. How can it be going up right now? But they said that in this. Yeah, they were like, "It's." They were like, "We can't take credit for it." It was a tweet that someone that is fucking great. That is great. Sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's just kind of like on the nose, you know. Did you like his conspiracy theory that Amazon was supporting the riots to get employees? I I'm glad it was his and not mine, but I enjoyed listening to it. Just destroy other businesses. <laughs> Because that's the one thing about these rioters. If they burn everything down, there's going to be no one to rebuild. Mom and pops will not be able to rebuild, unfortunately, just from an economic standpoint. Of course not. It's, And, you know, it, maybe it's the case. I don't think it works this way, like where you can say to an insurance company, and maybe you can, maybe I'm wrong, give me less on the dollar, but I don't, because usually an insurance company will make you replace things, bone for bone. But I th actually, now that I think about it, I think you can take a payout and they give you like uh, 30 cents on the dollar or something like that, 40 cents on the dollar, and maybe it's a little more. And they just give you money. And for people who, look, opening their store back into COVID is going to be a disaster, they'll just take some money and, and go. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is it's so sad that there were people that were already on the brink with COVID. And then they imagine... Who were just waiting to reopen. Yeah, and then your store gets looted. Yeah. Like, imagine you're like, I'm, and you're an ally. What, you know, there are a couple, most people have, have insurance and their businesses have stuff that is replaceable. But it, what if it's like, like, did you, uh, the flight club in uh, New, New York, York City? Yeah. Like, those are. Those are one of a kind shoes. And, one of 200. And one of years worth of collecting yeah, yeah, of and, what and grouping. And, no, no. It's just like even, like I was telling you, Sean Witherspoon, his, his round two. Exactly. And again, I don't know anything about these people. I don't know if, uh, you, sorry, not to interrupt, Matt. I just don't know whether to support them or not. I'm just showing you. What things can't be replaced? What happened? These stores got burnt down. Yeah, uh, they, got they got looted. looted. Well, that's one thing. If all the shoes are out there, no. But what he's saying is like it's not just like they took Jordans. It's like they took shoes that were like one of one pair of two hundred ever made that so are worth twenty you can't grand just a go piece. Go back to Kamar. Nike and say, "Here's my insurance money. Replace those shoes." Uh, yeah, Nike's like, "We don't have them. You got to go to a collector or eBay or who knows how much they're worth." You know what I mean? It's, or the insurance company has to set up a company that does time travel. Like, let's keep like, in mind too. That does time traveling? Okay. <laughs> let's keep in mind too. We always we always do a disservice by being like, "Well, they have they have insurance." You've dealt with an insurance company. I've dealt with an insurance company. They're a nightmare to fucking deal with. It's not like they're just cutting you a check day of, like, uh, we're so sorry for your trouble. Uh, absolutely. And trust me, when I say 30 cents on the dollar, like, you're not happy with that. But just at this point, it might be the only silver lining. It like, was kind of what Eddie I was Bravo's all right. 
Why? Because they burnt down his... Uh, he doesn't have something like that to lose. His gym, he'll just... If he had insurance, he'll just take the money and he'll rebuild the gym and everything will be brand new and it yeah. sucks. He'll be out of time. Uh, but there's something... They have a formula for that where if you're out of work due to the insurance, it covers you for a certain percent. Listen, it's not great. I, I'm not saying that. But uh, no, I'm just saying some things can be replaced for... and some things can't. And I don't think we really know because I've heard a couple podcasts other than this one People talk about the damage, and it seems like a lot more than what's on the news. The news cover the protests. They don't really cover the riots or the damage they did. Yeah, I get uh, most of my stuff not from the news, exactly. so I'm assuming it's a little more candid. I'm just looking at buildings that are totally destroyed. So, you know, the problem is, too, we talk about bad actors, too. There's a lot of shitty business people right now that I'm sure are looting their own fucking stores in hopes of getting... Think about it. Let's say I you're, didn't think about it, but I, I I'm not saying everyone, but I'm sure there's a few bad apples out there that have definitely. I fucking, walked out on the street and said, "Fuck!" They didn't get my store. Of course, business for the most part, any business is not clean. You know what I mean? Well, think about it. You've gone through COVID. You've had a bad couple months. You're like, "Fuck!" If I rob my own shit and then I can double sell it, and insurance is going to cover this. Fuck! You know what? I'm going to smash my own shit. Get a few of the neighborhood kids to just Dude, do my people, store up. People might exist. be very desperate at this point and be thinking about doing things that yeah. they would never that's, imagine doing before. That's so, exactly what yeah, I'm saying. No, I, I, I don't think you're We're that still far still in off. brand new territory. And again, I'm not saying that's... I'm not sitting here like, that's what's happening. I'm saying, I bet if you looked deep enough after like, you know, when, when they clean this whole thing up in five years from now, they're looking at all the stories. They're going to find one or two of those 100%. But I think for the most part, it's, I, like I said, I don't think we've seen most of the story yet. So, who knows? Well, he mm. seems like he knows something, eh? Who, Matt? Yeah. I'm not even on social media right now, dude. I, don't know. I know less the Hollywood, the studios, it's very interesting. Seems like you're on the precipice of thinking something. I am, yeah. But I you're am. not... Well, because I'm not a conspiracy... Coming to the conclusion. I'm not a conspiracy-minded well, person, You admit on. it's going on, so I'm not crazy. Have we ever talked about the idea of Joe Rogan yoga, yoga, where he does like a video to like crazy train? It's just crazy train on sure. loop and Joe doing sure. fucking what, yoga. Because he's bummed that uh, Joe Biden's beat him to the game. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that coming down the pipe. But it'd be yoga or yo jitsu. I totally feel I'm having a deja vu. Vis. I'm having a deja vu, um, uh, like a real one here, and I'm positive we've had this exact conversation before. Impossible. Okay. Oh, that's possible. I thought you said this has happened before. My bad. Why it, is that impossible? Simon, maybe I just got uh, these brand new shorts. Maybe that's two different universes imploding on each other when you have deja vu. Yeah, they're 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 crossing, passing exactly. <laughs> Waving. Well, no, maybe that's how that works. Maybe they're like rotating and eventually, you know, everything kind of lines. Well, maybe every universe has to cross a few times, that sort of thing, or once. Mm -hmm. I'm just imagining universes crossing. What do you mean by that? Exactly. Well, who the fuck knows? We don't, don't know what all know, this yeah. looks like. We're too small. Yeah, we're too small. You're, you're guys like, shooting marbles yeah. at each other, and when they hit, it's a deja vu. Yeah, we're, up too, in, we're too small in the galaxy. Maybe four. We're just too small um, yeah. in the picture, Simon. We're oh, so this was all started because I was going to give you my four phases. Oh. Of recovery? No, of what I think is going on out there. Um, so phase one, mm -hmm. pandemic. Okay. 
who knows where that comes from. Wuhan, China. No, but I mean, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily know all the players involved. Of course like, not. I can't, how, how could, could you? I You're just Simon. I'm just a human it, being. I mean, you are on the newsletter, the Jewish newsletter, so you do have a little more insight than Kamara. It's, I, but a, it's an asterisk, though. Guys. It's an asterisk, though. What, the Judaism? The, no, the, the, after all the time, we don't know where it came from. Exactly. No, of course not. Where we well, know after all this, hold on, else. after all this time, it's been like six months. Yeah. I don't think that's quick enough for us to fucking figure out patient zero and the... Do you? I know it's 2020, but it seems crazy that you expect... Well, I mean, it's it's good anyways that like month by month, whoa, we're um, ticking off like, okay, it wasn't a bat. It wasn't that weird creature that nobody even knows if it exists pangolin? or not. The Pompalous or whatever it's called. Patagonia. Pangolin? What is it? A pangolin? A wasn't pe- that it? A pangolin. What was I saying to you last night? Like, if you're going to try and convince me of an animal yeah. starting a pandemic... Make it a real one. Make it a real one. Don't, like, go with the bat. I'm yeah. with you. Or even simpler, a dog, you know? Mm-hmm. You got bit by a dog, fucked a monkey, whatever. But don't try and tell me about a pingaloo. Mm-hmm. Is it a pingaloo? I think it's a pingaloo. I don't but, think it's that. I think those letters might be in it. Well, you, I think everybody I think understands those letters what I'm might be in it. Pangolin. Pangolin, maybe yeah, that's, that's it. That's good. Did you no, look that up? No, I'm just... Blah, blah, blah. Well, that no, sounds yeah. close. Pangaloo, well, we should find pangolin. Out. I feel silly now. Well, whatever. Anyway, so that's phase one. Yeah, phase two. Phase two would be Looting something to do with the riots. Yeah. yeah. Um, then phase three is a direct result pangolin. of phase yeah. one. Or a phase two, rather, which is re-pandemic. Okay? Pandemic 2.0. Pandemic 2.0. And it's going to be harsher because everybody was closer. Okay. And it was like we didn't isolate at all, right? It would be the equivalent of never locking down. And we're going to see what would have happened. So if the the pandemic's from Asia, then pandemic 2.0 would be something more like super fun time, explosive, happy pandemic. Two. Uh, no, right. that's not where it was going. No, anyways, you get what I'm saying, though. Sure. So we're gonna have a, a worse now. Everybody's gonna have to lock down again. Okay. So everybody's gonna be at this home. time. Everyone. Well, they're gonna. You said super lockdown. They're gonna enforce it more strict because at this point, how can we take any chances with a re-pandemic? You know. Anyways, so what that does is it gets everybody back at home. Mm-hmm. In front of their televisions, whatever. And the 5G. Well, I don't care about the 5G. But, but what whatever. if they're pumping that out of your TV? Oh, well, maybe you? they are. That could be a whole separate uh, thing. Here's where things get really interesting. Here's where things <laughs> get really interesting. Um, Elon. So yeah. you guys, anybody who listens to this show knows how I think there are two different types of billionaires out there. Let's backtrack a little bit. Um Life expectancy uh, prolonging. I, I am so fucking brain dead today. It's like the, um, is the unlit joint in his hand, <laughs> yeah. just waving it. Fucking life elongation. Sure, life elongation works. I that guess works. It can't possibly work. Why not? Just help me here. I man. am. I'm trying. Life elongation. Let's go with that one. Staying we the understand idea what you mean. Being alive longer. Thank you. Prolonging the I- one's life. The, the idea of I staying... I like elongation better than that. <laughs> elongation. We're sticking with elongation. That makes well, sense with Elon. So it's, it's perfect. It's perfect. So We're going to stick with that. He doesn't even know it. Uh, again, Tony Hinchcliffe would be proud. This is where it gets interesting. 
This is where it gets interesting. So I hope so. Um, right now, Joe's had a couple of guests on who have pretty much come out and said, especially Elon, that he his um, techno hat there is going to be able to cure all sorts of things. Prolong life. Prolong life. So let's just say these guys know, these billionaires know that they have another, them and their families have another 50 years on this planet, 100 years on this planet. I don't know what, I assume if everybody kind of gets an extra 10 years, the rich are going to get an extra 50, you know? Let's, let's make it up. Let's say it's 100. So everybody gets an extra 100 years. We have a serious population problem. Um, it's going to get a whole lot worse. So here's where the two types of billionaires come in. There's the Elon Musks. And here's, well, we'll get to that. There are the, the let's just call them the Elon Musks who want to get to space. They, they know that life expectancy is coming. We're going to have way too many people on the planet and we're going to have to colonize a different planet. Then the other group of billionaires, we'll call them the Billy Gates, um, they want, they know that they're going to live longer forever, but they're, they don't want to give up their place on earth. They don't want to go to space. So the only other option is Georgia stone. You know what I mean? Georgia Guidestone. get everybody down to a certain population. So he's out there for however he's going to do it. And he's going to get rid of a whole bunch of people. Those are the two groups of billionaires out there. Okay. But then I find out that Elon has been working really close with NASA, NASA, however you say it, to, um, at first it was to get his astronauts to space, right? He needed help with his SpaceX stuff. He needed to partner up with them because that was going to be like the final thing to push it over the top money-wise, I guess, or maybe they had... um, things he needed. I I don't know how any of that rocket building works, but so he goes out and, um, he's working with them. Meanwhile, over the past like year, he sent something like 250 satellites into space for God knows what. Meanwhile, um, he's also working with Tom Cruise and NASA to, make a movie filmed in space to get people to join Space Force, which is so reminiscent of Werner Von Braun and Walt Disney. It's like, whatever. I mean, make your own decision, but that one's right there for you. You know, that they've used this playbook before. Whereas Elon was once one of two billionaires. He's now made himself a sub-billionaire with this working with NASA. Exactly. Again, I'm not really sure what's going on right now, but so... Pepe Sylvia. So Pepe Sylvia. to get to the long point here is Elon has satellites up in space. Phase four of this whole thing is... Operation Blue Beam, which has convinced people that the aliens have come. I always thought to myself, okay, now here, are you, 
Are you even interested in this? I think well, that satellites may be explained. Some of them are commercial. Okay, don't worry about what you think they may be, all right? I'm just excited that Simon's about to debunk his own years of, of alien belief. Oh, so you are excited. Okay, good. So here we go. Um, <laughs> I think excited is a stretch. But so my contention is Elon, possibly, satellites, those satellites are going to be used to beam down the images of aliens attacking or even coming to earth. It doesn't necessarily have to be attacking. You would need to have a pretty, like, I don't think you can do it from earth because I just think you, a human's eye is too good and we wouldn't be tricked by it, but something to do with it coming from above me. I don't know. Again, I'm not an engineer. I don't technical guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. That's pretty crazy. When I hear this, I'm like, okay, I mean, maybe if you're a real conspiracy-minded guy. But then, just coincidentally, I'm listening to this podcast about this um, Rendlesham Forest UFO incident, which is like the biggest UFO incident in Europe. It was in the UK. They call it um, the Roswell of Britain, I guess. I don't know, something like that where it was a whole group of military guys. They were in the forest, um, and they claim, like a platoon of 15 or whatever, that they saw a UFO land, creatures, blah, 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 this whole story, okay? This guy writes a book, kind of like the woman who debunked Roswell, it being an FBI thing or a CIA thing, um, that Rendlesham, this was all done with holograms to somehow see how the military or people would react to the idea of aliens coming. It's just a weird kind of synchronicity for me, you know what I mean? But then I'm like, holy shit, man. They were trying this out ages ago. They just didn't realize that you had to shoot them from space and not from Earth. Do you think you have any timeline for your phases? Like when would phase, we're in phase one right now. No, right now we're, we're in phase, phase two. two. We're in phase two. Yeah. You've not been fucking paying attention? No, I, I was just off by a couple months. Okay. <laughs> um, Like within a year? Yeah, I would think so. Um, And to Matt's point, I don't necessarily think this negates all UFO sightings. I, It would make sense that if the government knew that aliens existed they would use that to their benefit somehow. In working in concert with Elon and stuff to make Or them. making them look fake or whatever. They could do a whole whack load of shit, you know? And it's hard to shoot that down. Except for the satellites, I believe, are commercial. I.e. a company is paying SpaceX to launch their satellite. But of course they would say that. Come on, that's like me saying Crystal Ball is not her little real name and you pulling up the Joe Rogan show and showing me that it's written Crystal Ball. You got me there. Can't argue with that. Can we go back to Crystal and Sagar? Yeah, I'm sorry. We let, we I'm let sorry, you uh, uh, really go ham know, there with I'm the conspiracy. Sorry, I'm sorry, man. Um, sorry. Okay, let me pick up something else then. <laughs> fucking maniac uh well what do you think about that just while i'm looking for a new topic what do you think about that i besides the commercial satellites I, i've even if none of it exists it does make me sad elon worked with nasa because of that that's thing. True. but 
I mean, if you're going up into space, you got to talk to anyone who's talked about going to space or pretended to go to space. He's going to work with NASA. I mean, that's just obvious. Button six, Maddie. And I realized, oh, shit, all these pictures of Earth from space, they're all CGI composites, and NASA admits it. Yeah. It's so hard to argue that. It's hard to argue that. Um, but I wish you had dropped the Georgia Stone or brought some sort of facsimile of a Georgia Stone. Maybe made it a foam and dropped on the table. Well, it's funny because I have a little um, Stonehenge uh, diorama thing. That's not funny. No. That's absolutely expected. Uh, but, uh, yeah, if they want to keep the the world population down because they're living longer, is I don't know if that's diabolical or practical. Because what you're saying, we are not designed right now for people to live longer than they do. Mm-mm. We're just not. Well, obviously not because there are too many people on the planet. Well, right now we're just fine if everything were to stop right now, right? But is that true? Moving forward. Well, I, don't I don't know, know what the fuck either of you yahoos are talking about right now. Is what true? Well, the long- we're not designed to live as long no, as no, we no, are. No, 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 no. That if we anymore. stopped right everything now works. and everything ceased, everything works there on are people too living many 80- people on the planet. I'm sorry, Kamar. Everything works <laughs> on people living to 80, 82 years. Right? Uh, like when they do stats and life expectancy and insurance and everything is based on sort of a finite existence of humans. No, but, no, but what not, I, no. I'm sure of it. I'm sure there's an average age of 79. Yeah, there is an average age. But what I'm saying, Kamar, is that it's, it differs from country to country, of course. And even then. But if we move that age to 100, everything changes in life in the world. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Because even if you move it to 100, we're still creating exponentially more people. We're not eliminating. Because people are and, still being born every day, but they're, they're not longer, dying. Yeah. But what Kamar was saying is if we stopped, uh, sorry, this is how this all started. If we stopped right now, there was a way to cap everything. No more births, no more deaths. Is that what you were getting at? Well, obviously that's impossible. Maybe no more births, like Son of Man. Then right now with the amount of people on the planet, it's not too many. And I contend that look at some of the cities. We know that it's insane. It's Children of Men, Kamar. Children of Men, thank you, sir. You're more than welcome. Is that the movie game? Oh, I was actually going to do the movie game in Honey, Honey. Oh, that's fine. Because I don't Whatever. know. Uh, okay, well, how about this? Uh, Sagar brought this up. Sagar, is that right? Yes, yeah, Sagar. Right. Unless yeah. it was in this episode. No, oh, well. Don't worry about it, Kamar. It's fine. Yeah. Still a faction of uh, the government is pushing very hard to make sure that things do not get made in America. You're saying that right now, currently. currently their existing correct. trade deals or whatever. I suppose. I mean, what I got from this guy is that the president just it doesn't do as much as you think he can do. Like, he does stuff and obviously... Just to alleviate some blame from him? I guess that's what he's doing. But just by the time these bills get up there, they've been so... And we know this. We know this. I mean, I, I and I hope it gets sorted out, but... This is down to the offshoot of the police violence. Like, it's so... So much money involved in everything. Yeah, I guess more my point was like, we can see like COVID happens and everything shuts down and everybody's talking about, we have to start making things here. Like Maddie says- it was just us talking about that. No, really? I I never saw that on the news. Really? I've heard that on like 15 other podcasts. I I just heard it a lot. I mean, maybe not on the news, but does that- 
make since we started talking about it i've heard it a bunch i heard again i heard uh I mean, maybe uh, maybe we we're just silly so, again i listen i think it's racist to talk that way i listened to yuval harari on sam harris and they were talking about how they were like they had, there was a q-tip shortage in the states because the infrastructure for q-tips is based on china but i think for the news they would come across racist you think that's racist i don't actually think it is how is that racist well why do we have to where we if we're going to return manufacturing to canada where is it returning from china and what's wrong with china well, nothing. It's we're trying to return. I know, I know that. that no, 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 but, but in nothing, no way it's yeah. racist. We know because when we had to all lock down and nothing could be delivered from China, we were afraid that everything was going to cease here. So we do not want to have that problem. We want to make sure that things are made at home. Not to mention, there's and most start likely, employing our own people. And there's like most said, likely going to be a trade war with them, regardless, or a real I war. Do you not know why it's not on the news more? I feel like, I, like I said, we are the ones who talk about that. I mean, if that's the case, right, and there is, like, an active group of people who are trying, like, you you are really fighting a, a fight against, like, a, a, I don't know, you just, how can you ever move forward when Secret you're always almost. being held back by this invisible, uh, it's just, the change is going to be really hard, man. Change often is. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys hear the clip of them asking Trump about his favorite Bible verse? No. You didn't hear that, Maddie? No. Oh, you got to hear it. It's amazing. He's like, uh, I can't, I, my accent or my uh, Trump is terrible, but he's like. A lot uh, of great verses. So many great verses. I couldn't possibly give you one. He doesn't know a Bible of verse. Course. This is the whole point. Of course he doesn't um, know and he's a like, Bible verse. Just, uh, Mr. President, please, just one. Like, any one, just, what's what's one that even uh, rings true to you right now? He's like, I couldn't possibly pick between the two of them and give them more credit. You know, like he gives this whole um, thing. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself the whole time, is he going to fuck up and give the Samuel Jackson um, <laughs> Pulp Fiction quote? Oh my because God. that, would, that be would be incredible. The bees fucking. What knees. do you do then? You have to bow down. He's the goat. If he, if he did, did that, <laughs> that's the Matrix right there. The universes just went. <laughs> and he does a backflip and lands in the space. <laughs> <laughs> he's like an elephant. Pulls off his mask and he's that monkey from the uh, Humanzy. He's the, the Humanzy. Yeah. And you will know my name is the Lord. And as I raid vengeance upon <laughs> thee, like, dude, that would be too much. Because that's not even a real Bible verse. Oh, no? That's the best part about it. That's a Quintarantino it's, uh, verse. It's like an amalgamation of a bunch of things. And I don't think he ever says... I don't think it ever says... Um, Revelation. And I will rain my vengeance upon thee. I think they like had to make that sound better than it was gotcha. for the speech. It wasn't a biblical word. You could look me up on that. I wouldn't be offended if somebody checked me on that. I would not. Just saying. Look it up. <laughs> it's not going to be me. <laughs> Perfect. But Matt, you have to listen to it. It's really like a classic moment of Trump just trying to get out of it. And you're like, everybody can just, you can see. You can see that he doesn't know a Bible verse. Because if he knew any it would just be so easy for him to say it, you know? And I mean, granted, I guess if you want to give like 
Diablo Avocado. He was under pressure. No, no, no. He I don't know a single it. Christian that couldn't name you a fucking Bible verse off the top of their head. Not somebody who claims to be um, devout. Seriously, or, yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. Which is what he is, has and done. Eve ate from the apple. Is that a Bible verse? Yeah, was. Probably. I'll tell you this. If you said that up there, you'd get fucking roasted. He could say John 3.16, though. And he would be a, stone uh, cold. That's not, that's not a verse. He just he just he says, just drops a he, stunner on some on the reporter and walks away. Cracks the beer. That'd be the second best to the Samuel Jackson. Rips rips off his shirt and underneath is a three sixteen yeah, stone it's a cold. John three sixteen. Oh, dude, this is too fucking much. <laughs> that's the highlight of this podcast. Listen, right before. The aliens land on the lawn. That's gonna happen, and then just it's all going to fucking hell, man. That's incredible. Um, well, I'm relieved at this time. Uh, she had, was talking about some concern about Trump was talking about um, releasing the army. I'm glad that didn't happen. I think. Yeah, again, I agreed with her on this heavily. You can't bring the fucking army in. Yeah. He didn't, but to threaten it was bad enough, but it would have been really ugly, I think. She brought up the best point, too. Imagine if you heard, like, oh, Venezuela has brought in the army to quell peaceful protesters. You'd, you would want the U.S. to step in. Like, you can't do that. You can't bring in your... I, I don't know. It's nuts. It is. Simon has no comment. Simon's all for them bringing in the no, army. No, I'm just, listen, I'm not. I'm Silence just, is violence, Simon. Yeah, I know. Okay, so I'm not being silent, camera. Um, no, Cameron, I, that uh, was to you, of diplomats. This is um, Lord Mark uh, Galvatron? No, Lord Gallagher. Gallagher, Lord Gallagher. He's clearly Speaking. a crip, too. Um, no, what I was going to say was, what were we talking about? This is the best deflecting ever. He's like Trump no, no, himself no. over what, here. No, no, no. Seriously, the, just the army. Me. Trump calling the army in. Right. I I was, silence nice. is violence. I, right. Silence is. I was just thinking to myself as you were saying that. Um, what if it's a situation? I'm just uh, your opinion on this. What if it's a situation where the riots, not the protests, the riots mm-hmm. get out of control and the police are unable to. Um, they're being overrun. Your suggestion at that point is that's just, they're overrun, let it burn? Two words. Roof, Koreans. That's all you need. You remember the Rodney King riots? All those Korean shop owners just took to the roofs with a bunch of guns and they protected all the Korean businesses. Not one Korean business got looted or rioted. And you know why? Roof Koreans. Uh, I think guns help too. Yeah, well, guns they were carrying. Koreans is just getting away. <laughs> guns is protected. Fine. I've said guns from the beginning, Kamar. I... All, all I was thinking was I absolutely do not think the military should come in unless it was the most extreme of cases. And I, I don't know what those cases would I be. I feel like if the military comes some... in, it's gone too far. It's, it's over. Yeah, I agree. What are you going into? Right. That's if the military a- comes in, you officially have a civil war. And if they have a civil war again, well, then what was the first one for? Because they're right back to square one. So um, why bring in the army? Again, I'm not saying you should bring in the army. I'm just trying to think of if there's a time when the here's, army needs to come. Here's the super weird thing I thought of, too, is I was like, 
I think a lot of these people out there protesting are active Some army men. Probably are, yeah. So I was like, what are you going to call these guys in off the picket line? Like, it just didn't make a lot of sense. Put my sign down, go to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It didn't make a lot of sense to me. You're going to court martial all. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to court martial hundreds of thousands of people, 50,000 people? Yeah, I don't know what you're going to do. But I would assume that um, if you are in the active military, you're. There's probably some clause in your thing that prevents you from rioting. I mean, not physically, obviously, but it would get you. I'm saying, but um, even then, you're out there peacefully protesting. In the or whatever. Okay, sure. I mean, I don't. The, the truth is, I don't think there's enough bad apples for the looting and rioting to get out of control to the point that you think it would without the police being able to fucking Dude, quell it's it. it's not what I think at all. I, I didn't say that's going to happen. I. Really hope that that is never the case. It won't happen. I just, I'm wondering at some point, is there a responsibility of the president or the government or whatever to make sure that their citizens are protected? You know what I mean? Well, first of all, attacking them. First of all, the president was elected to definitely say something during a time like this and not, we're going to bring in the army. That was probably the worst thing. Well, you no, say, you so. would hope, and we had this conversation again on the Michael A. Wood Patreon, that um, you know, like an Obama at this point would be a, a voice of reason. I I would imagine, you know, as opposed to antagonizing one side or the other. What if he sat down with Stevie Wonder, played Ebony and Ivory? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it does it. No. Okay. No, but back to Obama for a second. Like for all his flaws, you know what I mean? The the drone um commander in chief, like I just think that I mean obviously he's a he's, calming voice. He's a man of color, so that would help also, but it just any you mentioned Clinton, you know what I mean? Just as a good speaker, whoever you think is a good somebody who both sides would be able to say, you know, this guy is speaking from the heart and he has our best interests in mind and we're all going to try and work together to get through this really fucking horrendous time. And Trump does nothing. Like he's, it seems like every time he gets up there, he's trying to this infuriate is, this is the one most side or the other. He's been as like, Oh, for sure. Detrimental to the running of the country. Not even the running of the country to public safety. No, just just societal um, confidence. Even though the fucking stock market's going up, whatever. Um, Didn't we just say that that works off of a rich men's emotions? So the people are riding, they're unhappy, and rich people are happy. What you're saying? Some roundabout way. All right. Well, either way, we should move on. Are we done with uh, Crystal Ball and Sagar? We can be done. I'm going to uh, do some research, and I'm going to find out if that's her real name. Go ahead. Get to the ball. I, I wasn't uh, asking your permission. <laughs> okay. It seemed like a threat to me. No. Okay. You know what? I'm going to only look at you when I dog from now on. That's fair. I can listen. Please do. Please done. Please done? Please don't. <laughs> let's move on. Am I the only one not having a stroke today? <laughs> let's, uh, let's move on. You got to rate it first. Oh, right. If you don't mind. I don't. Oh, I don't mind. Uh, I'm going to rate this one a two and a half. Uh, yeah, two and a half. Kamar? Middle of the road. I got to listen to the whole thing uh, uninterrupted, and it, was, it flowed and was good. I gave it a three. I gave it a four. I thought this one was really good. Did I get interrupted? I don't know. Oh. I, I was just saying, sometimes I watch a podcast in four parts. 
or listen to podcasts in four parts. Gotcha. This yeah. one I listened uninterrupted, and it was a great conversation. Okay. Can we pay some bills? Is that cool? Can we do that? Done deal. Okay. We'll we are be gonna, right back. We're going to pay some bills, and we'll be right back. This episode was brought to you by Gatsby. Have you ever wanted to make money when the stock market dips? Are you sick of disappointing returns even when you pick the right stocks? Willing to dial up the risk? You can do what the pros do and trade options on Gatsby. Options trading doesn't have to be complicated. Gatsby makes trading options beautifully simple and commission-free. With options, you can take strategies for or against any public company or ETF with more leverage than stocks. And with Gatsby, you can follow your friends to see what others are trading on. Do you think it's time to be more active with your portfolio? Then Gatsby is ready for you. Gatsby is beyond commission-free. Customers can earn reward points with every trade and redeem them for gift cards. Take advantage of our special just for our listeners and get your first 2,000 reward points on us by going to trygatsby.com slash joe. That's trygatsby.com slash j-o-e. Options trading is risky in nature and you can lose all your invested capital. Securities are offered through View Trade Securities, Inc. See trygatsby.com for a full list of disclosures and the complete fee schedule. Um, number, Simon, name? Number 1486, Honey, Honey, Honey. The band is back together. Five motherfucking hours. Get the fuck out of here. He right? wants to fuck this chick, right? Or they have now. they have slept together. Like, am I not? Am I no? Okay. I I refuse to go there. Fine, I refuse to go there too. I'm actually, no, you already went there. Oh, fine. I mean, I'm joking, but I'm not. Like, what? 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 What do they have on him where they they get their own like fight companions? This chick's like the new Tom Papa. I think I, in his defense, I think shit's been heavy, and Joe owes nobody anything, and he just wanted to cut loose. Fair enough. That's what you said the last time when she was on. Do you recall? Because it wasn't very long ago. With uh, Gary Clark Jr.? Yeah. Well, I remember having this exact... I'm having another deja vu. <laughs> deja vu. And um, you said the exact same thing, Kamar. That's it. Yeah, I'm just saying. But the band got back together. And why I say that's important is because when she was on Gary Clark Jr., she was like, we're done. Mm-hmm, right, yeah. And now they're back COVID together. COVID got them back There's together. no, Joe has got to see that as a red flag. There's a good friend to have, but at arm's length. But I guess my point, and maybe to Matt's point, is fine. I I realize it is Joe's podcast to do with as, she, as he pleases. So just have a normal episode with them. Why do they have to be these five hour, by hour three, every time it it's, drops off significantly. And I can tell you the exact moment because I have it written down. It's like 3.02, they decide to do mushrooms. And I don't know, usually like if he was doing that with Eddie or something, I would be all over that. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I think I was not a fan of this episode. If you had to kill five hours, it could be done. No, no, no. A drive to Toronto. No, no, no. I... Really dislike this episode. I I listened to it on two time, and I still it wasn't had an enough. hour left. Well, the the one of the major technical problems with this podcast was there's way too much crosstalk. Just it sounded like they were on cocaine when they're just talking at each other. 
multiple periods of time throw yeah. Jamie in there. Interesting note, though, we learned about Jamie had a ponytail. And to further that, <laughs> great subway. <laughs> when Joe says, Jamie can't say shit. He's got a girl's name. <laughs> yeah, and then they, then they started talking about um, men who have ladies' names. Uh, Leslie's, uh, what were some Sue. of the others? Stacy. Well, then that led me to a TIL, which was, I had no idea that Shel Silverstein wrote A Boy Named Sue. Yes, the, the which song. Which is uh, Shel Silverstein who wrote... Um, Where the Sidewalk Ends. And The Giving Tree and all sorts of... The best. ...famous children's stories. He's what the world needs now. I, he did have great messages. Um, I hope he didn't have any um, Me Too's that we don't know about. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> a lot of guys back then, you know, the Dr. Zeus's of the world, I think as they come to light now, we're finding out things that aren't so great about them. But anyways... Um, where were we going there? Uh, boy name. Oh, yeah. So other name, Stacy. That was another one. And um, Billy. Oh, no. Billy no. Ellish? Well. Danny. Danny. But the, no, no, we're look. sorry. We're looking Joe. for boys' names because guys can't really get away with it, you know, but the girls can definitely get away with the opposite, like mm. the Sams, mm -hmm. the... Well, I guess Sam is Samantha, Samantha so that's yeah. not it. But Billy, there's a an example, or um, what's some other ones? How many fucking female Billies do you meet? Come on, Fred. That's a common one. Fred is and, a common um, what? A common uh, girl's name. Fred. Where? F yeah, thank Did you, you say Kamar. Fred? I think he's just trying to see if we're paying attention. <laughs> it was going to my head like, no. Did I think of Fred? Yeah. Or did he say I know, Fred? it sunk into my head too, and I was like, hold on, I've never fucking met a girl well, named no. Fred. What's There's wrong with this Frida, asshole? Frida, Frederick. It was just a check. Actually, my sister-in-law's name is Fredija, and we call her Fred for short. Ba-boom. All right, fine. Okay, so there you go. I know one. <laughs> Anyways, point is, it's something that the, a girl can get away with no problem, and a guy has to live his whole beginning of his life fighting, and finally, as an adult, can probably come to grips with being called, help me out here. Sue. Well, that's taking it really to Easy. the far... Um, well, Simon, that's why we make 20 cents on the dollar. Well, there you go. And uh, I don't think so anymore. About what the insurance company will give you. I think the world's woke enough that you can have any name you want. Well, obviously, look at Elon's name, except he can't because they told him he can't have no numbers. And so it's Sue. And so he said, bitch, I'm going to space. And there I can call my kid whatever I want. But Jamie is an asexual name for sure. Jamie. That's uh, well, and though he spells it I-E. Do you think there's a more manly way to spell it? Like E-E? -E? That's definitely yeah, with, more with, feminine. With two eggplant emojis at the end. Yeah. That's also more feminine. Yeah. No, that's more masculine. Oh, that's more masculine. Yeah, yeah. that's more broy. Yeah, gotcha. Well, that's what Jamie should change his name to. Well, I I or I eggplant. Yeah. When this podcast kicked off, though, and it had not fallen off the rails, even though I mean, the second they press record, I'm sure it was doomed to be what it became. They talked about the fly, the movie with um, Jeff Goldblum. Don't do it. The classic. The classic. You're a piece of shit. I am the piece of shit. And so for my choice of the movie game, we're doing The Fly. So just, I have a whole new way I'm doing this game. Great. I am pulling a Costanza 
I will do the opposite of every instinct <coughs> that I have. I think we'll see some surprising accuracy. Yeah. For those of you new watching or listening, this is the movie game where we take a movie mentioned in the Joe Rogan Experience week and Simon and Matt go head-to-head on the year the movie came out, the budget, and the box office. Uh, they don't like it when I do with these older movies because who knows how much money is worth and how much stuff costs. So we need a year on the fly. David Cronenberg, great movie. If you haven't watched it, put it on your list. I think it still holds up. Okay, so that's what I was going to do. Starring and Jeff Goldblum, Gina Davis. That's what happened. He got into Gina Davis. My second thought, which is now my best thought, was this. Because Gene Davis is an amazing archer now. Yes, then we talk about that later in a different episode. No, that was this episode. It was Honey, Honey? I'll get there in my notes. That's how they, they got off there because she was in the fly. Oh, I see. It all came around. It's all come around. It's all come around. You really skipped ahead, though, to get to the movie game. Bear the lead. You see what I'm saying? I got a lot between here and Gina Davis, I think. Okay. That's yeah. fine. So no, no, I don't you, care. What I'm year did you joking. get? So my original thought, which I'm not going with, was 1986. My second thought, which I will go with, was 1984. All right, I went with 79, so I'm sure I'm off. The actual date of release? 1986. Okay, so wait. <laughs> let me rethink this. No, 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 because maybe I did... Just, just hold on, just hold on. Maybe I did this wrong, because usually I, I second-guess myself. So now my first thought is the opposite of what I would usually do. I got to go with my first thought. Okay, that helps me for later on. In Perfect. 1986, nailed it. 86. We're on, we're on the right track here, roll. folks. You said this was a Cronenberg film? I did say that. Yeah. So okay. now we need a budget and the box office. Okay, so first thought, best thought, before I change my mind. A film that shows the dangers of, is it time travel was he trying to do? Or just transportation? Almost creating the first portal. And what can go wrong? What can go so very, very wrong? Well, I'm fucked. Come here, bud. Okay, well, that's my first thought. Okay. So 1986. And then if I had to give another thought. Well, he doesn't get 86. He didn't get that as a point. No, I didn't. No, I said the mo the movie came out in 1986, and it cost. I'm ready to go if you want me to go first. Okay. Yeah, please. I mean, I'm, I fucking hate these. I don't care. I lost. I said 22 million and 89 million. Okay, so now I'll give you my two variations. So um, what I'm going with, my very first thought, would have been eight million for the budget and thirty-eight million for the box office. My second thought, which I'm not going with because of what we said earlier, would have been twelve million as the budget and sixty-two million as the box office. Budget fifteen million. How much? Fifteen million. Fifty? Fifteen. One five. Fifteen million. Okay. So I was off by seven. Box office sixty point six million. Ooh, the sixty-two would have been right on, but that screws with my. Uh, so what did you what, what did you go with? What, you I can't do this. Either. I went with eight and thirty-eight. I was not close, so I won. 
You won the movie game? Yeah. No, I, yeah, 80 million within 50. Hold on. I said 22 million and it was 15, so that's 7 million. That puts me within the threshold, correct? Yep. Or is it 5 million? It's 5 million. Okay, so then I guess I didn't. But I won the second point because I said 89. You have to be within 50 was, million. And it was 60.6. Well, I said 38, so. You are also, it's a push. But your second guess was spot on. Yeah. But now that screws up my thing. I don't know what to do now. I think we should go back to one guess. Well, I'm only doing one guess, but it's... Uh... Go back. This guy's acting like he's rewritten the rules. And that's the movie game. Sometimes entertains, always disappoints. Pow, pow. One day it's going to happen. It, it, I don't think that was such a bad choice, did, though, Kamara. I, I don't. Matt does. But uh, it doesn't matter. It goes on. Uh, I think the best is uh, we, we go along this way, and it's a bumpy road, but every once in a while... You guys hit the numbers, and the joy you guys display is worth it all. I feel like I haven't had that joy in a long time. The joy will Hence be Hence why I'm trying to find a new system. Back to Honey Honey, the five-hour debacle. Yeah, sorry. Do you find she has a weird defense mechanism of getting super aggressive? Uh, give me an example. Well, fuck you, I'll strangle you. Like, Fuck you, I'll strangle you. Like to Joe? Yes. That's what she'll say. And I think that's what you, the weird sexual chemistry uh, you sense. Like, if you were a guy sitting across, you said that, it would not be all right. Do you guys want burgers Big Mac style? They're going to be delivered here. Burgers Big Mac style? Yeah, actual meat. Actual meat? Yeah. Get out of here. That's what I said, yeah. Who could I, say no? If it's actual meat, I'll definitely take it. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Why they took my suggestion of actual meat? Breaking story yeah. here, folks. I it's don't even amazing. know what's going on. I'm just down for it. They're having a pop-up burger shop over at Ward 14, who is a previous sponsor of this program and always a friend of the program because they let us work for friend three years. Friend of the program. Um, uh, some of our friends are doing a veggie burger pop-up, and I suggested that maybe they could do meat, and then people who love meat could enjoy the burgers, and they did it. On the same grill? Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Look at Simon's face. So they, they must have waited to cook all their veggie burgers and then cook the meat burgers? I don't know. I don't care. Did I they don't just bring either. meat just burgers kidding. for us? She said they're testing them. It's a tester. It might be for just for us? Simon, I don't have that any of these answers. That feel very special. Well, well very whatever exciting. makes you feel special, that's the I'm answer. Going with it. And okay. that's what Honey Honey does for Joe Rogan. They make him feel special. Yeah, you got it. Come on, so great. Likes to have great subway. Him. Oh, you know what it is, Kamar? It just dawned on me. It's that old saying... Every comedian wants to be a rock star, and every rock star wants to be a comedian. So I guess by them sitting there and getting laughs from Joe Rogan, they get to feel like they're, you know, oh, I'm in the comedy world. Like, she said the store a bunch of times, like, she's, like, a regular there. And, like, just the weirdest thing is she is still, like, we're on too long, we can't go on. I was like, no! Like, Joe is, you guys keep saying, why do they get it? Joe just genuinely loves the shit out of them. But, um, I mean, I was wondering if maybe she went, she, they, they, they broke up, she went solo, she didn't sell any records. Like, it does sound like she's doing well. No, she said she was doing live Zoom shows to make ends meet. So. Yeah, make, she was making ends meet. But Whereas, say, uh, Reggie Watts is not making ends meet, the ends have met. I believe her story, though, that, you know, during COVID, because, you know, you know. You were phoning people you hadn't talked to in a long time. Like that was that's just human nature. You want to 
make sure that if something, God forbid, goes wrong, you're not in some silly beef with somebody. And that's what happened, you know? I don't think it was anything more than that. Fair enough. But what I was saying is, um, you listen on two times. Sorry. You listen on Sped Up 2. Fuck yeah, I of did. Of course you did. That's all right. But if you listen to it, their music is good. You can listen to it. Not if you're trying to get through a five-hour podcast. But if you were somewhere and it went on, you wouldn't go turn this shit off. I don't hate their music. Exactly. Yeah. I just don't, like, I don't know. I, I don't, I think they're good musicians. What I'm getting around to is, despite that, the, the, the Rogan bump means nothing for Honey Honey. I highly doubt that. I bet, had it not been for Joe, I bet they definitely wouldn't even have thought of getting back together. Like, think about it. How would you say, are you saying that the first time they were on, there was no initial bump? For I, for who? Honey, I, honey. I, I think if there was a bump, then she wouldn't be having to make ends meet. It's, it's just that they, they, they seem like an outlier of friend of the show. Well, he was, they, the first time Honey, Honey was on, before she was on that second time by herself, that was a pretty long time ago. Like, was it back in the 300s? Like, it was before Joe had, like, a serious, um, serious audience. Mm -hmm. So her big test would have been after uh, the second time she was on. And did she even have anything to sell? And we're saying she's been on four times? I think this is her third time on. I think Honey Honey was on twice. Then she's oh, been on with they, Gary Clark Jr. Okay. and now now. Okay, sorry. And now But now. were they on, like, close to each other? You don't know. I, I, I don't even know what we I know. You could just Google it. Yeah, you could just Google it. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll do it in a second. So they're like, we're getting back together. We'll call Joe. Maybe he'll let us on the show. I, I mean, that's got to be their motivation, right? I feel like he called them. I feel like they put it out on Twitter, and he saw it and was like, come on the show. Yeah, I agree with that totally. I, I'm with you, Matt. Just he loves them so much. I mean, I think about it like this. <clears throat> Let's say... <laughs> stupid hypothetical our show blew up became the biggest podcast in the world and we had access to one of our favorite bands rappers whoever the fuck and they were willing to come in and like shoot the shit with us for five hours and perform new unheard music or you know what i mean i'm sure we would gladly do that so i can't like i don't know i can't blame the guy i just no. don't want to listen to it yeah that's the hole we've dug for ourselves yeah, as a job, I really didn't want to sit there and listen to five hours of Suzanne Santos' opinions on life, this, that, and the next. And that's what you got. Yeah. Yeah. In addition, though, we, we did get, um, I think it was a real uh, insight into uh, Joe possibly moving. Well, he said he was looking for houses in Texas. He was, uh, said he was moving the studio there. <clears throat> or maybe building another studio there. Maybe he'd have two studios, like identical. Because they were talking about how they, it led into that because she said, I like how you made this look exactly like your old studio. And he said, yeah, like I'll do in Texas. Like, it's, I think, a done deal. So just for Honey Honey, um, it looks like they've been on four times. 476, 558, both Honey Honey, and then uh, 982, also Honey Honey, and then um, 14, or then she was on with uh, Gary Clark. So they never really when he was huge. Well, 982 is big. Again, I will ask, nothing smells fishy here? 
No. What do you want? Okay. What do you want to smell fishy? What do you mean? Like he thinks someone's trying to bang someone. Oh. She's been on how? Like I don't know. Forget it. No. Uh, what? Uh, you know what? Yeah. Let's forget it. Let's, let's forget, forget it. it. Uh, where was I? Oh, it doesn't even matter. Okay. Um. They were talking about Grizzly Man. Which did either of you guys get around to watching? Now it's on uh, Prime. Can we be honest? Is it on Prime now? Yeah. Oh, I'll watch it tonight. Oh, I told you, man. I'm I told sorry. you a I bunch apologize. of weeks ago because okay. we were going to do. Uh, I'm very sorry. If we ever ran out of. I will watch throwbacks. it for sure. 100%. I'll watch it tonight. What's your. Excuse? I've lost my Prime privileges. Ooh, how'd that happen? I don't know. It just disconnected and I can't be fucked to turn it back on. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. So anyways, Grizzly Man, you'll see, Maddie, that um, as Joe was talking about, this guy is pretty like, I don't know, he's got, if he's not gay, he's got a very like stereotypical kind of gay twang. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to just, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because that exists, right? Sure. Not, as long as you're not Maddie's looking that, at me like, that as, exists. As long as you're not using it in the pejorative. Jamie, pull that video up. Pull that video up. Uh, I don't know, Simon. I, uh, yeah, I guess. Okay, Listen, well, it you does. S- you started it off by saying stereotypical, so. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Um, so this guy has a very kind of stere- stereotypical, but he's not gay, like Joe said. He's, you don't know what's well, going on. he's in the closet, is what Joe says. Well, yeah, he's got a wife, but, or he's maybe he's just a really effeminate dude, whatever. But he's out there, and when he's talking to the bears, he's like, because he's named them all. And these are just bears in the wild, man. Like, there is zero, zero between this, well, obviously, because he gets eaten by one, but nothing between him and these bears. There's no shields, no nothing. He's just walking among them. I mean, later on, I think he makes... Does he get killed by one of the bears he's he named? He makes a suit, I think. But I'm pretty sure not he's just out there. Simon, does he get on. killed by one of the bears he's named? I'm not... Sh- I think it is, yeah. Okay. I think it is. Anyways, I'm pretty sure he names... I was just thinking in my Anyways. head, it would be incredible if the bears were watching him, and they were like, this motherfucker, like, he does... he No respect. And then they're like, well... I hope Daryl doesn't come around because if Daryl comes, because if Daryl comes around, this motherfucker is done out here naming us and shit. And then finally one day Daryl rolls up and Daryl's like, who the fuck is this? And boom. Yeah. Daryl don't take no shit. Anyways. um, (laughs) He he says he's always, you'll watch it, Maddie, but he's like, um, stay back, Tony. Don't come near me. And you're like, Dude, that's a fucking bear. Like, that's the only thing I could think the whole dog. And that was my internal monologue. Dude, that's, that's a, a bear. motherfucking bear. Like, Run. well, he's just, he is under the impression. And I guess for a while it works that he is like untouchable to these bears. He just had stupid confidence. But don't you think it's, don't you think maybe Werner Herzog's like main point was to show you like, it's crazy that society made this guy so afraid of his own sexuality that this guy who's not afraid to stand in front of like God's best killing machine, he'll stand there and be like, Tony, Tony, but he can't go back to fucking reality. I don't think that I, I I don't think the sexuality has anything to do with the documentary. You can tell me differently when you watch it. I think it's fair enough. It's such a juxtaposition because you know, you would expect if you're trying to get a bear not to come near you, 
wouldn't you go, bear, get away from me? You know what I'm saying? Like you would make your voice deep. This guy's doing like big. the absolute opposite of that, and it's functioning. You know? Yeah, but maybe that's for it. a while. Yeah, but maybe the confidence. Maybe it was actually the, that. Maybe like when you do that voice, the bear's like, "Whoa, what the fuck is up with this dude?" But this guy's like, "Tony." Maybe he just knew. <laughs> and uh, have you guys seen the bear falling out of the tree? Falling I saw out of that. The tree? It's crazy. Yeah. Is it crazy? Because there's no uh, bear hospital. But he gets up and runs away. Yeah. It's not like he even knocks himself out. But Did you just say there's no bear hospital. <laughs> you, you just you see this bear hit every branch down the yeah. of this tree and thud on the ground. You're like, well, that's got to do something. Yeah, but it's like Simon's mentioned. Like, dude, sometimes you see your dogs eat shit. Where you're like, oh my god, that would concuss me. Like. I'd be KO'd for a week, and then your dog just gets up and shakes it off. Well, well you don't know if your dog's concussed. Yeah, I guess you're right. You can't notice it unless they have a slurred bark. I mean, dude, Chico. Now that he mentioned he's trying to, he's walking in circles trying to eat his own ass. So you never exactly. know. He, uh, that's, dude, that's CTE. He fell down the stairs the other day, and like all of, like pretty much from the top. And I was like, <laughs> dude, I just heard it. I heard it and was like, oh fuck. And then, dude, I get to the bottom, and he's just looking up at me like, what's up? No crying. No. He's no like, limping. He's like, I'm cool. He no did limp limping. off a bit. No, he did limp off a bit. Walk it off. Dude, I just, so I'm looking up Grizzly Man, because I'm, I'm like second-guessing myself now <laughs> about things about it, but I'm, I'm pulling it up, and I wrote Grizzly with one Z instead of two. Yeah. That brings up something totally different. Like uh, horrific <laughs> stuff. No, but and I'm crimes. looking at it. It's a totally different thing. I'm like, this isn't the fucking same movie at all. Anyways, don't, two Zs. Um, but yeah, have you seen a picture of him, Matt? No. Two Zs for American two listeners. Two Zs, I'm sorry, yeah. JZ. This is terrible for the podcast, Simon. Do you yeah. want to... Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay, well, we'll move on. Definitely watch the documentary. I will. It's very interesting. Now that I know it's on uh, the Prime. There were two terms that were coined in this episode. Actually, not coined, but that um, reminded me how much I like them. Mm-hmm. Soy boy. Yeah. That was from a long time ago, but that should definitely be a thing. Yeah. 100%. It's a thing. Well, I don't hear it very often. It's, it's pejorative. Oh, I got it. Okay. You have used pejorative maybe it's the five only times big today. No, word he knows. Like, well, no, I know what it means. Like I, you definitively, like you looked it up recently. I, and I have it here. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Well, Fair why don't enough. you just give everybody then so they can follow along at home because they don't know what pejorative, pejorative just means, means using a term in the negative. Oh, I know what oh, it wow, means. Oh, wow. Sorry. Oh, wow. Negative. Simon felt threatened. There. Oh, whoa, motherfucker. So a gay old time is fine. Uh, that sucks. That's gay is pejorative. But what great if examples. I say, that's great, a gay Great examples, old Kumar. Time. Did you have that just fucking in the... That's pejorative. Yeah, no. If I he say... He put the weird emphasis. Emphasis oh. on the wrong syllable See? or the right syllable, whatever. Yeah, you're I doomed. Got, gotcha, you're, you're fucked. I mean, it's like they were talking in this episode, though, about words versus intentions. Right. To go to you wanting to go on your retard rant. You don't want me to do that. No, I don't, but... Um, but number three, Kamar's looking for a little Alex Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get a... The other one that was coined, and I think it was by her, was bird nerd. And I like that too. Because so you're a are, bird nerd. Well, yeah, I'm a bird nerd, but I just, I think those are bird, two bird, funny bird. Bird is a nerd. terms a nerd, nerd, that nerd, I'm going to bring into my uh, vocabulary on a daily basis. The kind of way that Kamar uses pejorative. If this podcast didn't happen, you wouldn't get those moments. That's true. 
Those are the only two bright moments I could take. Well, I thought Joe talking about Texas, I don't know if it's bright, but it was just of interest that it came up. They were talking about that. Sorry, come on. Were you done? No, I was not finished. They were talking about that lady in the park uh, who... She's Canadian. The dog lady there? Yeah. Karen? Karen, exactly. So Karen was in the park, I guess, with her dogs off leash. Mm-hmm. And a black gentleman came up. A bird nerd. A bird nerd. Oh, yeah. African-American bird nerd. No, no, sorry. Sorry. Can we back up for a second? Was can, yeah. was he a bird nerd or were they saying... He's the bird nerd. He is yes. a bird nerd. He is an avid bird nerd. Perfect. So He's, he came up and he said, very nicely, I take it. Please have your dogs back on leash. They're scaring the birds. What she heard was, listen, bitch, your dogs be off their leash and I'm going to rape you real quick if you don't move out this park. Well, that's her contention. Yes. Um, we can't say one way or another because... Well, I would assume the bird nerd didn't go the direction I just went. No, 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 no. I'm saying we can't, even if he talked in a normal voice, we can't decide how somebody feels. It could be a situation where... Is he related to Karen? No, 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 I'm not. I'm getting somewhere here, okay? I'm getting somewhere. Okay. What my point is, is in certain situations, I'm sure not with Karen, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. But in certain situations, it could be something along these lines, like maybe it's just this particular woman is afraid of men, not any color men, just men, because she was raped by a man a long time ago. And she has this PTSD. And when a man comes up to confront her, it's, I'm saying it's very specific, you know what I mean? But the, things like that are possible, right? That there's a backstory that you have no idea about that's a trigger for this person. I mean, hopefully it's not that just that he's black, but the trigger would be something more deep-seated than that, you know, whatever. And then it got me just to thinking about like, um, and again, I have no idea of the context here, but let's just say you are driving your car down a street and you go the wrong way and you end up on a... Median? Why are you looking at me like that? I'm not looking like anything. I'm trying to like follow... So you end up on like um, in the middle of like a protest, you know what I mean? And for whatever reason, people decide that you're not a good person and they start trying to break into your car... And you kind of realize to yourself, like, if I'm trapped in this, or if, I, if I'm pulled out of this car, am I going to die? You know what I mean? So your, your fight or flight kicks in, and you're trying to, like, get away, and in the process, you know, God knows what happens. You know what I'm saying? What did you do last summer, Simon? Or, no, 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 I'm just, no, because I've seen a bunch of videos like this on TikTok or wherever, where people, and again. But you're concerned you're going to be in a situation where you have to drive over people. No, I'm not concerned about that. I'm saying, we don't know the context. It could be a situation where these are bad people out during this protest in their car because they want to cause trouble or whatever. They don't like that people are protesting and they want to go out and yell from their cars because I've seen some of that too. It could just be, like I saw one video, like they don't, they ended up pulling the person out and it was a little old lady and then she had flowers in her car. You know what I mean? Like, No, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> well, I just told you she had flowers in her car. She got pulled out in this riot. And because we don't know people's intent. 
I'm just saying, if you're afraid for your life, if that lady, not, not, if Karen was afraid for her life, she has to call 911 and say she's getting attacked by a black man. Hold on, Simon. There's a big difference between. I'm not I, saying hold that on, just stop. one was bad. I Huge agree. difference between I'm in the middle of a riot and I'm being pulled out of my flower filled car as a 91 year old and Karen in the park with her dogs off the Sorry, leash being, being accosted by a bird nerd. You are absolutely correct. I, wa I wasn't trying to, to insinuate that those two things were comparable. It reminded me be, just not knowing the backstory and only seeing the headline story. It, it's kind of similar in that way. That's what I was getting at. I mean, it's you're not, still looking at me like uh, that. I'm just trying to follow. Okay. I mean, I'm looking at you like that because I think you're trying. <laughs> I really think you're trying to defend the Karen. In no, this I'm not. I'm trying to defend people who may get caught up in to turning down a wrong street. Why? Why? Just they need a voice. <laughs> well, wrong that, street turners need a voice. Wouldn't Kamar. that be horrible, Kamar? Like, yeah, yeah. Kamar, no, imagine like, your grandmother leaves the florist car brimming dude, with flowers. You're crazy. <laughs> you're saying this so facetiously. No. That is somebody's grandmother who left that store. I think that's the most horrific thing about the George Floyd thing is that it's happening and people are watching and you go, Jesus Christ, if I was in that situation, at least if there was people there, someone would stop it and it doesn't get stopped. And that's the real crux of the position. Let me also say, you don't know, speaking of context, maybe if you rewind the video even further, maybe that old lady just looted the local florist. Matt. Black owned business. That, stop it. That is exactly what I said. Very first thing is we don't know. It could be good or bad. The bad. She could have, that old lady could have been like a Ku Klux Klan. She could have been throwing fire flowers from her car. I don't know. It was actually Tom Cruise in one of those Mission Impossible masks dressed as an old lady. The point, the point is like all kidding aside that is somebody's grandma yes and it's terrible karen was what definitely karen not right in that situation i'm just in another situation maybe that karen is somebody who suffered ptsd in the past and just who knows you know i don't know why i don't care about either of these i'm things. just saying simon yeah, that's sounds, what we want to know why we want to know the why yeah you want to no you want to clarify because it definitely sounds a lot like thank you so much mary can i ask you a question sorry matt go ahead your point how you're getting I, on me here um did you make those specifically for us the meat burgers are we the only ones who got the meat burgers? She doesn't. She doesn't wow. want to be heard. She doesn't want to be heard. I think we on, just got poisoned. <laughs> you think we just got poisoned? <laughs> Are we gonna stop and eat? Is that a thing? It's gonna make editing a real fucking nightmare. No, Let's we're just gonna power this. through, and then we'll, you think they're there's, gonna get cold? Well, there's three fresh well, burgers. We have sitting no choice. There. We have to stop in. Oh, can we get to the end of Honey Honey? Maybe I don't know. I'm like done with Honey Honey Kay. already. Um, let me see what I got left with honey, honey, because we got stuck on something. But I probably yada, doesn't yada, really yada, matter. Yada, yada, yada. We got I was stuck trying on to make anything. You defending there. Karen? Yeah, let's get off you trying to defend Karen there because that that yeah, probably yeah, won't play I, well I, in the future. Well, it's not about playing well. Like, I'm not defending Karen. I know. I'm just saying. I'm saying. You know what? I don't even care. Her fear it of the matter. Fine, you're right. I sh nobody should defend Karen. No one's Karen. trying to be right. No, I'm no, not trying I, to be right. I'm telling you, nobody should defend Karen. It's a stupid conversation. Well, she is a Canadian, so we have to... Well, all the more reason way. to not yeah, defend Yeah, but Simon's her. also a feller, a fellow birder, and he Birdner. he knows that... I'm much more in favor of birders, but, you but see I what also I'm saying? have dogs that I like to be off-leash, you know? I know you're not white, you're Jewish, but as a Jewish birder, 
you should appreciate the fact that that could have been you. That is a very small um, sect of people, the Jewish bird nerds. Yeah, the Venn diagram there is... Yeah, uh, it gets tiny. Um, it's amazing how you can flip a couple pages. I got nothing to do. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I said, what was, I it? what was interesting? Uh, a, for me, was to talk about Texas. Joe just cutting loose anyone's opinion. And Honey Honey is two people. So when Honey asked him if... Um, I thought it was interesting when... Did YouTube make a counter offer? You may have not listened to that part. No, I didn't. He, he asked him about um, the Spotify deal. Mm -hmm. And, and um, did YouTube? What did he say? And well, so so this is what we've been sort of wondering. Is Joe like animosity towards YouTube? He's like, there was no conversation had. Let's hold on. Let's get the important stuff out of the way that Simon worked out that you pointed out. Spotify is owned by Alphabet. No, it's not. No? Mm-mm. Oh, you, you re-looked into this? No, actually, <laughs> Sam flipped. Tripoli did the work. Okay. And he came on his show and he admitted that he was wrong. And then he said Joe's an even bigger superstar now because it's really bucking the system. So if he is correct, and that's where I got my original information from that, then... We look like a fuck. Then there you go. Well, no, it's good. We're, we're getting out there. Sure. It's great. Sure. Joe, this is really a rock star move now because you're like bucking the system. Cut, our system cut new joe you've really fucked us you big move for every other podcaster in the world who is not us but, but in any way honey asked him did you why do you keep calling her honey because it's one honey, of them's honey. called honey and the other one's called honey exactly. oh my god this is going to be a terrible conversation uh, honey asked joe if uh you two make a counter offer and joe was like uh, no yeah, we made a deal with Spotify. We're let's do this, and I didn't even think about YouTube, and I have no problem with the people at YouTube. He said because well, he has to be on there for another however many months, and then Mike. Well, he's going to keep. He's going to keep Jerry clips on there the too. Fuck out of YouTube. Can I point out as well? He doesn't even know if he'll be able to play music on Spotify. So like, it sounds like he didn't iron this deal out well at all. It sounds like it was a real fly by wire. Think about it. They made five billion dollars off announcing it, and Joe made a hundred million off this. I you think don't know, no one I, knows. I would imagine that the biggest concern for Joe was to make sure he would not have his uh, ideas censored by YouTube, because that is what was going on. Okay, so let me point out something even super weirder. I've never seen him do this when he had uh, what the fuck is her name? Oh, Crystal Ball and Sagar on his YouTube or his Instagram post was like so good to have at Crystal Ball and at Sagar right wing, whatever the fuck is. Um, I love there. And then he did it at YouTube, which I thought was very strange. Well, the, the, their show's on YouTube. Yeah, but why? Yeah. First of all, we all know where YouTube is. He doesn't need to fucking tag YouTube in it. Okay. Seems odd, no? Mm -hmm. I guess you didn't find it odd. No, I, I don't think I found it odd. I just thought... He I, tagged YouTube? Well, as in, like, he, instead of just saying, YouTube, I love their... YouTube, he said, at YouTube. Yeah, he instead of saying, I love their YouTube show, it's very, he said, I love their at YouTube it's show. It's very weird. Thank you. But I don't know him, why he would do that. That makes him... I know why he does it for Honey Honey. Sorry, Kamar. That makes him amicable with YouTube, though. But it's just weird. Out of the blue, after signing with... I've never seen him do this before, and then after signing with Spotify... He does this weird, was, like, olive branch. Maybe it was just a mistake. And, like, sometimes sometimes I forget to do it, and sometimes I do two, and then you add it by accident. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Give him the benefit of the doubt. All right. I uh, try often to give him the benefit of the doubt, for the record. Mm -hmm. So remember how we were talking about um, 
class systems being a huge problem. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. What about this for somebody who is conspiracy minded? Mm-hmm. Um, hookworm. Ringworm. No. Hookworm, okay, hookworm, sure. Which is the slack-jawed yokel sure. made everybody into the, sure, the zombie sure. guys. Made you have this idea that everybody from the South was stupid, building these class divides. That could... What? I'm like focusing, I, man. Okay. <laughs> um, is it possible that we're looking at like the earlier version of this ticks? An engineered. We don't know um, the time period of this. Well, it would have to be back in like the fifties, I would imagine, or somewhere around even there. earlier, forties, yeah, thirties, no thirties, twenties. So it's before the CIA. Eighteen hundreds. No, nothing is before the CIA, man. You believe that? Back to Egypt. I think that I literally, and I, I don't mean this like physically they're not they're obviously they're not aliens but i think that organization has just been changing cloaks the whole time you know mm. as they influence the way the countries get formed and now they influence the way this country is run i think it sort of works along uh, where we we're talking about at the beginning of the show the evolutionary trail they just keep growing and getting bigger and bigger and or bigger. these worms keep making people dumber or sound dumber Oh, you're talking about the worms. I thought you were saying they were introduced as a... Uh, well, like a biological to start, like for some purpose. I don't know what the purpose of the ticks is yet, but this... I haven't figured out Lyme disease yet. Not, I haven't cracked that not code. Not yet, okay. but um, this could be an idea where they were trying to create these class divides. This is a way of going about that. Just a weird little sidebar. I saw an ad, there's uh, tick and mosquito-free clothing. Yeah, I saw that too. How does that work? Not it's got sure. something in it. It's like Kevlar or something. I think it's a repellent. Yeah, it said like within 70 meters. So even if like Kamara was wearing it, it might be no good way. for us. Well, that's what it said. Yeah. That's crazy. It's the first I've ever heard of it. Yeah. Mark's Work Warehouse? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I saw yeah, too. Yeah. We're just giving them Marks. a free plug? Yeah. Okay, back to your point. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think it just happened biological. I don't think it's a biological weapon. Uh, so you don't. You don't like that idea at all from a conspiracy-minded person. We know anything's possible now with uh, Operation Nightingale. Or no, it's Midnight Climax, right? Well, even more with uh, Bluebeam. Or Bluebeam. Yeah. So, like I was saying earlier, at 2.57, they do mushrooms. Mm -hmm. And that legitimately is right when the podcast, in my opinion, should be wrapping up. And then you get another two hours. And that two hours is, it's off the rails. What's wild is it took 45 minutes for them to play the last song. That's how long that there, stretched He said, for. could you play uh, Ain't Gonna Do No More, whatever it was. And then it just kept almost going to sing the song almost for 45 minutes. Let me also tell you why they broke up. I don't think their catalog's that big. He requested a song and she was like, I'd have to look up the lyrics. Of her own song? Yes. Maybe she's not working hard enough. Maybe that's why Honey Honey isn't over the top. Oh, maybe. What's the saying? The only time uh, success will come before work is in the dictionary. That's a good saying. That's a good saying. That's great. You're welcome. Did you make that up? No. What am I, some sort of fucking soothsayer? I'm the least successful person here. Soothsayer, I like that. 
Um, we learned something very interesting in this episode that Jamie beat Joe in that. Uh, oh, NAD he did the drip. NAD drip. Joe bragged like crazy about how fast he could open that valve and take that pain. And little Jamie with the girl's name. I think Jamie's got the key and has been coming in and doing double time NAD drips. Just like, gotta beat Joe. I th- it's like the Rocky themes playing and Jamie's sitting there fucking. I'm beginning to wonder if Jamie is some sort of like android or something because, just hear me out, um, he doesn't get high off the edibles. Mm-hmm. He's very good with technology. Mm-hmm. And now we know he can take that NAD drip like no one else. Jamie's a Tesla robot. Jamie's actually an acronym. J-A-M-I-E. What does it stand for? I don't know. Work it out. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Joe Rogan experience exposed. Oh, Jamie stands Expose. for J- Joe's Automated Machine. Uh, oh, Intelligence. In, in Entertainment. Oh, there we go. Oh, no, no, no. It should be Intelligence Entertainment. Yeah. Or Intelligence. Too bad it wasn't. Uh, it's a new shirt. Yeah, something. It's good. That's why he's like, it's literally, it's the first assistant. Jamie, pull that up. Look at how good Jamie is. That's it. That it, we just cracked it. So, yeah, at two fifty-seven, they did the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And in my notes here, I have that at uh, three forty-seven. I was very, very impressed at how fucked up Joe was. <laughs> so <laughs> it certainly didn't take long. He was trying. right around that point. Uh, he was. It, this was happening. Like it was happening. I. I'm not. I didn't watch it, so I can't really picture it in my head but if i could it would be joe he was doing like word poetry well the other guy was jamming on like the bass you know what i mean i missed the best part of this episode are you kidding me and no but he wasn't on a bass he was on his guitar yeah yeah of course yeah but joe was doing word poetry is that what you just said he was just romanticizing music and speaking he was doing something man and the guy was like when he would like get excited he would go you know what I mean? <laughs> you check it out. That, it was like I have to. So this was in the last hour. Well, that was at I think it's around minute three forty-seven. No, the almost the last, last hour and a half. Hour, yeah. You know? Okay, I gotta check that out. Anyways, again, that's how it went in my imagination. You can tell me how it was in real life. Um, and then just to wrap this episode up, and we can be done. Yeah. Because this episode was so stupid and boring. Um. I went and looked up something that I thought was very interesting, which was, you know how I was saying 2020, I didn't say this, I heard this somewhere, but 2020 is the new 2012 that they got 2012 yes, wrong. They it fucked was up eight to be years on that, yeah. And so then I started thinking about um, when years repeat themselves. Mm-hmm. So 2020 was has been a, terrible year obviously so then i said okay well what was 1919 like mm-hmm. you know what i mean so let me just give you a couple of things that happened in 1919 okay stock market crashed black friday well the stock market was in 1930 no. yeah oh uh well really after the roaring 20s these this is in oh, no yeah, that's this right, is in no 20s. particular order go ahead sure uh radicals bomb wall street uh eight bombs are sent to eight significant figures okay um 20 riotous violent uh black versus white related incidents take place in chicago omaha and the elaine race riots whatever those are happen um the predecessor to the nazi party forms 
Um, the White Sox throw the World Series. Uh, Woodrow Wilson has a stroke. The 18th Amendment um, authorizing prohibition of alcohol takes place. Uh there's a Polish-Soviet war, an Egyptian revolution, a Mexican revolution, a Russian civil war, an Estonian civil war, and the Battle of Cesis, whatever that is. There's seven major disasters, 1918-1919 um, pandemic, which is the uh, Spanish flu, right? Oh, no, no, that's 1819. No, 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 no it's 1919. Flu. Yeah, so sorry. Um, there's a volcanic eruption in Kalud that kills 5,000 people. There's Florida hurricanes that kill 600 people. Like, 1919 was a fuck of a bad year, man. The year's we're not, still here. Well, the year's not over. It's only, ju it's no, only no, June. I know, but we're in 2020. But I'm just saying, that was a really bad year. Worse than this year. So then I thought, okay, holy shit, am I on to something here? You know what I mean? So then I went and looked at 1818. And as far as I could gather, and I didn't do a lot of research, they had the first Asiatic cholera pandemic. And that lasted all the way from until 1824. But I think it also started in 1817. So they were kind of right in the thick of it. But it didn't begin then. And then I had to go all the way back to 1616. 1618. No, he's no. looking for years that repeat. That repeat. 2020, so it's got to be 2020, 1919, 1918, 1817. Oh, sorry. 1616, there's another start of another pandemic, which is the New England smallpox pandemic. And apparently that kills like 90% of the coastal natives. So that kind of really alters the landscape over there. And it was brought over by like a slave ship or a slave ship brought something else to Brazil. There was a lot going on. Um, there was a lot going on. It just <laughs> seems that these years have things happening. Mm -hmm. So you know I, what? I wonder. Again, but 1919 is a bitch. You got to stay here for 3030. Again, to go back to the years not done. Dude, maybe, maybe in December they're like, imagine if all of a sudden it's like, hey, we got the cure for cancer, and Elon's Neuralink thing is out. So all the uh, anyone with uh, anyone with quadriplegia, boom, you're out of your Matt, fucking. That's what we need more than. Then ever. what would we make of 2020? Yeah, there you go. Like imagine if boom, just Elon was like, "Hey, the I have this thing called the X Factor," and uh... I have this thing called the X Factor, <laughs> dude. He has to name. He has to change Neuralink to the X Factor that for you guys. Yeah. Maybe he's a fan. Maybe he listens. Probably yeah, hates me. We need a breakthrough or some just something super positive for all human beings. I don't think he's loving me right now either, Maddie. Just throwing okay. that out there. Can we rate this thing so we can eat yeah, these burgers absolutely. and then we'll come back and finish absolutely. this? Absolutely. <clears throat> and it'll be a quick finish. Trust me, folks. That's what Simon says to his wife. Hi, oh. Come on, you want to start? Yeah, you guys are going to hate me. Like, I. Uh, if I had to be in a position where I have to listen to podcasts, this would be brutal, you know what I mean? Which I am in. But I think I appreciate it for what it was, and I give it a three and a half. I cannot do the same. This will probably be one of my lowest ratings ever. Um, I'm going to go uh, 1.25. Okay, I'm going to give it a two. I actually don't... Th I think had this thing been two hours with a musical performance or two, this would have been fine. I would have been okay with this. I would have been okay with this. There's just no reason on earth for this. And listen, Joe, you have all the nice things. If you want to hang over these people for seven hours, fucking do it. Do I need to listen to all of it? And again, you could argue, no, Matt, you don't. 
you started this fucking podcast, moron, and yeah, that's on me. Um, you know, when we have to, we don't have to, when we get to listen to a five-hour fight companion, Yeah, those are four comedians who, three, four comedians, um, who... I would, so were you taking Shaw out of the equation there, or were you taking was, Eddie Bravo? I was not doing anything. Okay. Four comedians, count them. One, two, three, sure. four. Um they're funny the whole time. Like that's a pleasure. You know what I mean? And if they get drunk or if they do mushrooms or whatever, they're also all best friends. They're hilarious. They're also all best friends. Five hours and the mushrooms with these guys. It's, I, I, I don't, I don't like to shit on anything Joe does. But Joe is but having the time is, of his uh, life. So you gotta yeah. be happy for so, him. So right. Exactly. I am happy for him. Yep. I'm always happy. You're for right. Him. And, and like we always say, it's Joe's show. Yeah. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. And if that makes him happy. And he gets so fucked up, he opens up. It's weird. It's just, it's just. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I just would rather see him open up with Eddie Bravo, Brandon Chobb, and Ryan Callen. But you can't, beggars can't be choosers, man. All right. We're going to eat and we'll be back in like 10 seconds. Uh, 1487, Janet Zuccarini. Nailed it. And Ethan Funke. 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 I think this is just a new regular or new normal. Having a restaurant on? No, a Saturday podcast. Why do you think that? Because it's been three weeks in a row. Has it not? No. 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 Then it's not a new normal. I can neither confirm nor deny. What's weird about this one is he had a UFC on Saturday. So did he record this in the morning? And then, I mean, I know the flight to Vegas is like 40 minutes, if that. Yeah, he probably left right after this. Because he's not hanging out in Vegas really, right? I assume not. I mean, I don't think anything's open. So. Vegas is open. Oh, it is open. They open it up. Well, I assume Joe's not fucking hanging around at the well, tables. Exactly. He, I don't think he's hitting crowds. So oh, he... they open the casinos? Yep. Wow. How's that working? Like, you have to have one slot machine open between every slot machine? That's I'm not a good there, question. And I'm not sure, but... And I, how are the poker tables working? They showed footage, and it looked like... Are they using giant tables, or are they having five persons per table? Well, I think, Dude, like you said, every second seat. I saw an article that said that the World Series from now on might have to be played maximum four-man tables. Well, that doesn't make any sense. That is like making the octagon smaller. That it, you are the octagon smaller for the record was way better. Okay, but fine. But you're still messing with the integrity. Like then, when if you're talking about like fastest knockout, let's say, there's a problem. Jorge did it in a normal ring, and you ran a shorter distance. Like, sure, it affects the stats, but it fucks everything. What would up, be cool man. is if in the fifth round the ring got smaller. That Ooh, is like cool. battle royale. Every round it keeps getting smaller. Yeah, something like that. And it has spikes on it. And once it gets to round zero, nobody wins. Round zero? This doesn't even speak English anymore. <laughs> I don't know about the spikes, but it'd be once a, it gets to round nebulon, it the, doesn't need anything. Listen, it's, it's pretty a, intense. As it's it been is. a long week, and I'm like four joints deep. So I guess you guys didn't like this one. It was a restaurateur and a chef. I mean, I certainly could have done without it. What I found interesting was that she was Canadian. So I thought a little more close to home, her talking about how all the food stuff I, I care not for. I don't need it. But uh, talking about businesses closing and all that, I found very interesting and insightful. Mm -hmm. Well, while they were talking about businesses closing, I wondered, um, so I don't know how, 
I have no idea. I don't know what percentage of their business is older people mm-hmm. uh, of any restaurant for any business, frankly. You know what I mean? I assume it's a decent sized portion, especially considering that um, like online stuff is um, more of a young man's game or mm-hmm. woman's game. So you got, you still have a lot of like a certain generation that still really wants to go places to pick things up. So not necessarily a restaurant, but I mean, I guess it applies the same way. Are they, everything's opening back up now. Excuse me. The young people I think are feeling pretty confident minus the protests and the riots are feeling, I'm not the minus everything bad going on. They (laughs) are not, um, I think everybody was kind of feeling good about going out again finally, you know, and getting out there and maybe testing the waters and seeing what was going on. Hopefully still not being too cavalier, but whatever. Are the old people ever going to feel confident to go back out or is it just now like a risk that why would you be willing to take? And what percentage is that going to affect all business, you know, that these people just ain't coming back? I think older people wouldn't come back unless there was a vaccine. Mm-hmm. And even then, even if it doesn't work, it's just that, even if it's like a placebo, just the psychology of um, having confidence in Oh, no, going f- out. for sure. Like my mom, I, I said, when are you planning? And she said, when there's a vaccine. So uh, people of a certain age are just like, that's what's going to happen, and then I'm back in business. And you cannot argue with those people because... Again, it's like, yeah, if you don't have to, why would you risk it? If, mm-hmm. if you're worried about your own safety. Unless you just need to go get served. But the way they described it, right. uh, uh, masks and the visor and all that on the... That didn't sound great. What I, the, the problem dishwashers. is having to put the mask on, like you're eating, and then you got to go to the bathroom and you put the mask on. You know what I mean? It so just all many, seems... So many factors they talked about. Well, and that was my next question to you was... How much of that is just going to be too much for people? And they're going to be like, you know, this just isn't fun anymore. And how much is that now going to affect the reopen? Like, I just... I think, uh, I mean, we talked about at the beginning, there has to be some sort of outbreak from all these uh, people coming together. A month from now, that's not going to happen. And I think measures will... Become more lenient? I, I I don't know. I mean, then who's uh, checking in on this stuff? Bylaw officers are going around to every restaurant to make sure this is all being enforced? I mean, Kamara brings up a good point. that No, I think in Calif- a place like California, they're expecting, like, the rat on your neighbor thing. They're expecting people to go into restaurants and be like, hey, this, this place wasn't following yeah, yeah. protocol. For sure. And then any anywhere else, they assume, well, if no one said anything, they're probably following protocol. And then if you want to just, you know, harass your competition, you'll just keep filing complaints about things. But in know? places where it's so low, I, I think they are more confident. Yeah, probably. Like New York City, I don't think people want to go, oh, that's what we forgot to talk about in the um, the last podcast with you, Crystal Ball. How Cuomo sent all the old people back to the old folks' home, just like they said not to do in Italy. And the media just brushes over that. But anyways, that neither here nor there. No, what we really didn't talk about was how they gave Americans $1,200 one time. And, and well, that was that. And now we have riots and looting. That was crazy. Yeah, we, we missed a lot in that. For our American friends, we've been given $2,000 a month for the duration of this thing. We still don't I know just, where the money's coming from. 
my problem there was, listen, I probably trust these people. I don't know much about them, but they, Joe had them on. So that's always a sign of good faith. But like, I just, I question numbers at this point. You know what I mean? Of course. So I, when, job. when they say that, I'm just like, I don't know if that's right. You said it, and you seem smarter than me. But what? What did when she said that uh, restaurants employ the biggest employer is the Pentagon? Amazing. And then restaurants number one and two in in the world, so, or I guess in America. But so so this is a problem if these the guys do not get back on track. Yeah, and it was really like impactful when they were talking about the web. You know what I mean? Like it's. The supply chains. The supply chains, the, well, obviously the farms and those things, but I didn't even think of like just the company that takes care of the uniforms. Like everybody is, it's like when you take a frog out of the pond and everything suffers, you know what I mean? There's a lot of connections, yeah. And uh, I mean, they, they had the attitude of try John and we'll figure a way out and the restaurant industry is very adaptive or whatever, but I mean, which is uplifting, but I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen if people can't return to being confident. But these protests have upended everything and what we thought was normal behavior. In right. Public. Like Matt has been saying lately, which I totally agree with, is I don't fucking know anything anymore. Or if I ever did. I think I was under the illusion that I knew things. And at least there's some clarity now to that. I don't know anything. And yeah. all of these theories that I give are like especially because I don't know anything. And I almost feel like, regardless, this was like a palate cleanser. Once up. In that they talked about something different than race. I mean, I hear you, but I just couldn't have, like, this was Saturday, lacking Saturday, of substance Saturday should be beyond special. belief. At, I think that just from a finish the week strong point of view, you should always make sure that your first podcast is great and your last podcast is great. Well, I'm sure I thought about it. Joe does not give a Frenchman's fuck, yep. fuck nope. about, oh, this week they're really going to enjoy it or I got to try to do this. Like he, that is not nope. in his. Because Joe probably thinks, you know what? If you don't want to listen, don't listen. Yeah, no one's forcing you. We do this and we complain because we're idiots. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I, I think that's not, that's our privilege that we have to check. Yeah, that's our real privilege, real asshole privilege. I assume your mom's dog's out there. Oh, is that what's going on? Yeah, something's bumming him out. But it can't because my mom's dog can only be on the other side of the fence. He wouldn't even be able to see him unless he can sense him. Well, I mean, it's fucking, you know, maybe. I don't care either way. He's fine. He'll he work it out. Chico the Wonder Dog. That's it. He'll work it out. Maybe he's using his telescopic. Come on, pup. Hey, buddy, come here. Come here. Either way, um, I don't think we needed this. Again, this is why I was just saying is it didn't feel like... I get it. America's burning right now, but like, you know, you you have a white business owner who just lost $9 million on talking about her problems and you didn't maybe feel the need to have one. I don't know. I mean, I get the idea that Joe, during the pandemic, during COVID, it's not... During it's still now he wants to help. Sorry, I can't hear myself. Um, he wants to help businesses, so he was having. He had that other guy on the uh, Epstein. I cook. found I found this more interesting than that one. Yeah, I did too. But the other one had better fodder because we actually had something to talk about because of the Epstein. 
this needed something other than the cooking. Like we could have a whole debate about, uh, no, you know what? There's, it's just done. Like that was it. And I hope the restaurant does really good and survives this. I mean, she seems to have a lot on the go. Mm -hmm. This guy seemed like a really authentic dude though. Uh, the cook. Yeah, I agree. Like all he wanted to do was make good pasta. That really was what I got from food him. nerds, man. It's like almost a sickness. And he mentioned just before we go, <laughs> he mentioned like four restaurants and that do authentic pasta. And one of them was a Toronto one. And I don't know if that's because it was her restaurant and he was, wow. but if it wasn't, that's kind of cool. And I'd, I'll rewind just to find out what. You can't hate. They're in said. a tough position. Whatever. Promotion is promotion. Listen. All I'm saying is Joe had an opportunity this week. He didn't choose to use it. Instead, he yucked it up with honey, honey for five hours high and drunk. You know, you make your bed, you sleep in it. Why, you think he's going to take, like, flack for this? No, I don't. He's got too but big a platform. Besides from us? <laughs> That's it. I'm going to, I just, I would like to give him a little bit of shit. I think he could have. I don't think he'll get flack on this one. I think on YouTube he was getting flack for the honey, honey. Well, I mean, that, that one just seemed like there. Yeah, I mean, it just I wonder if it was the time to Matt's point on that one. But the rest of the week, I just this it, it was a restaurant person who's suffering through covid. It was uh, like, are you saying because she's too rich, Matt? Oh, my God. What's wrong with that? Chico has to have a say. Come here. Cut it out. Come here. Hey, are you saying because he's too rich or she's too rich? That's why she shouldn't have been on. No, I just, listen, it felt like this week, I really, it, holy Jesus. Chico, come here. Come here. Come on, pal. Why are you being a dick? Part of the this, this, whole interruption. this whole episode's falling apart now. You can tie him up out there if you want. I don't give a shit. You created expectation and got disappointed. Probably, yeah. But I, mm -hmm. again, I just wish, I, I, you know, Joe's under no pressure to do anything. It's his show. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. But I'm just saying, it didn't feel necessarily appropriate to have a couple of white people on for five hours and yuck it up and whatever. That's all. Mm -hmm. That's but fair. he is also a comedian who has a podcast, so I can't really give him shit. I tune in because I'd rather probably not listen to some heavy shit. I don't want Tim Bull's podcast. So I can't really be that mad. It's a, uh, you you know, can't be that man. It's a double-edged uh, double sword. I don't really know how to feel. Like everyone in the world right now. It's tough. You guys don't know what it's like being white. <laughs> You're right, right. back at you. Okay. Okay, what? That's all I got. That's all you have for the restaurateurs. We gave him 14 minutes. That is correct. Kamar, you have nothing to say either. I, I, I said what I said. It didn't spark a huge d debate. Like I said, all the food stuff... How you like your steak cooked, the hand stuff, I just can do with, without all that. I have a question. Sure. You want, you want to give these guys a little more time? Well, just ask your question. We'll see. What do you guys think about the idea of um, how in some European places, tipping is just included into the price of the bill and the whole thing functions differently than it does here and... I know Where that game. here the argument is w the restaurants will never be able to survive. And if that's what you want, then you'll just be left with nothing. I'm just interested to hear your point of view, either of you. I'll leave it at that with you. Well, I don't buy that. Listen, 
how is it the restaurants work in Europe? You can't make that argument because they work all over the world where they don't tip and it's included in the price. So, so to that end, Maddie, why does our system function the way it does? And the servers want to make tips. Okay. But then I guess the idea, like I assume that the servers in Europe, and again, I don't know anything about this, but I assume that the servers in Europe make more money, right? Because they're not allowed to make tips. So I imagine that it's They don't just, make more money than North American servers, no. Well, that's what I'm asking. No, they, they make don't. less money than of course. North American servers. It's a different culture. Serving is just your server, your server, you do it. It's the life you live. And you're positive about that? I think so, yeah. That's I just asked I if you were positive and you said you think so. Okay. I mean, I mean Simon, you got to ask yourself at the end of the day, if you're at a busy nightclub, like super busy, packed to the gills, and you know that no one's taking tips, um, I don't know. You have to ask yourself as the customer too, like you kind of want them taking, t- like I was a good tipper. You're, you're a good a tipper. Great, great tipper. So the, for, for people like us, that system works well because I always got taken care of because I took care of people. But I've, you see, my problem is that, and whatever, even if I get bad service, I tip well because I don't know. I just feel terrible to not leave what you're supposed to leave. You know, it's a hard job. And I, you know, they're not making shit. I know sometimes it has to do with things that are beyond their control. You know what I mean? Like, I get that. Um, I don't even know where I'm going with this. Sorry, I'm really high, man. The tip's included and they get more, <laughs> they get uh, paid more. But I, sorry, I, I, I think the European people, I think you're wrong there. I think they make good money being yep. waiters and it's just Yeah, but you, that, different... that wasn't the question. I didn't say they didn't make good money. You said they made more money. No, no, no. I just was uh, insinuating that they probably made the same. Like it wasn't uh, worse First of all, to... it's taxed. I, it's rare that a server fucking claims most of their tips. I, I mean... Again, okay, so to that argument, then that's money that should be going back into the system, right? But Okay, well, either way, that's a whole different argument. We're not, we're not talking about that right now. You were asking if, listen, I've, I don't think that... I think that's part of the argument. Well, okay, sure. No, but whatever, I don't care. I don't even care if we have this conversation. I'm just filling time. We don't have to fill well, time. What about, when well, she, yeah, let's be done. What, what about when she said that Italy had burned through the virus? It was just gone. Well, we don't know that. She's just, she's, she owns a restaurant. Why are we taking her? Like, Again, this is kind of the problem. It's, a, it's weird a, how she said that. It's a numbers thing. I've heard that a couple of places too. And I'm like, is this like a stats thing where anybody can say anything they want and who's going to say differently because nobody knows anything? Mm-hmm. I mean, again, you could argue like, okay, well, maybe it did just kill off all the really weak and old people. And maybe that's how it works. And Bill Gates is doing his thing. Sure. Bill Gates is doing his thing. Old Billy Gates. Billy, well, Billy Billy Goats. Billy Portal. Billy Portal. All right, well, then rate it. I guess we're done. Kamara, we'll start with you. Like I said, I would, if she'd been American, I would have felt that. I don't know why I'm listening to this, but because she was Canadian, felt close home, I related. I give it a three. I'm going to give it a two and a half. It was right in the middle. They didn't do a bad job. It's just, God, it's not, this, is not, this was not interesting. I can leave God out of it. This was not interesting. I mean, I uh, I didn't hate the conversation. Come here, Come here. I really didn't hate the conversation. I'll give it a three. Um, whatever. I don't know what to say. I'd like to try the pasta, though. The pasta is... Uh, is it just pepper? You know, is it- no, well, he said he has... He's, first of all, he said it's bolognese, and that's like one of my favorite 
dishes right there. Me too, man. And then he also said cacio di pepe, which is literally just like the, that's where it's just like noodles and butter with a little bit of pepper. That's good. I think it maybe has some cheese on it too. Like it really good basic pasta Let dish. Let him buy, come here. It he's definitely, fine. It he's definitely fine. made me hungry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, that bolognese I'd love to try. And if you guys, you, Abbott Kinney's fucking just the best part of LA. I Still? love Venice and Abbott Kinney. That whole area is just... Mwah. Chico, why are you crying, pal? All right, we're going to end it now then. Uh, that was everyone's ratings. We're done. Uh, if you want to email us, jrepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, J-R-E-E Podcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Bar, Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Simon on Instagram. At Bigfoot Sighting Society. You can follow me on Instagram, although I'm not going to be on there that much. It's Floydy, F-L-O-I-D with five E's. And uh, there's a Reddit. It's reddit.com slash J-R-E-E Podcast. I don't know. You'll only find Kamar on there at the moment. There you go. Um, what else? Oh, the Patreon patreon.com slash jre podcast if you want to support the show we put some extra content on there subscribe to the youtube as well check it out yeah the uh, like notification yeah if you haven't uh, subscribed we are on youtube you can watch us do this dumb shit thank you so much for everything guys all the comments everything's great even the hate yeah we appreciate all of you especially the haters chico loves you um i think that's it i hope you guys are staying safe out there we hope you have a great week weekend keep your eyes open Thank you.